welcome to episode 77 of the Midnight Triple Feature podcast. You can find us on the web at MidnightTripleFeature.com, on Facebook and Instagram at Midnight Triple Feature. You can subscribe to our channels through YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher Smart Radio, anywhere podcasts can be found. For today's episode, we are discussing Rob Zombie's Three from Hell and One Cut of the Dead. This podcast will contain spoilers. Enjoy. All right, what is going on, everybody? Mike here from Midnight Triple Feature. As always, to my right is Adam. Hello. I'm not really sure why I tell them where you're Like, They don't really know where you're sitting. Well, I guess I, it's a visual thing. Maybe? Yeah, it's a visual thing yeah. for you to remind yourself that you're not, not alone. Yeah, because I was telling where you sat. And I could be on the phone, technically. You could be, Skype. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We've, we've never done it, but... Telepathic. We could do yeah, telepathy. Yeah. You could just be imagining all this. It could be all in your head. Yeah, this could, it could be like a Matrix thing. It could be a Matrix thing. Nothing, yeah. none of this could be real. You know, I, I think I'd rather be in the Matrix. Do you ever think about that? You think so? Like, I rewatched the Matrix re- uh, recently, and I think I'd rather just be in the Matrix. Because the world outside of the Matrix is pretty fucking terrible. Like, they eat that, like, goop shit, and they live in a shit, and nobody has any hair, and they have these big holes in the back of their heads. And in the Matrix, like that that one dude, that one dude kind of had it figured out. He's like, you know, I will tell you where the ship is if you just wipe wipe my memory of everything and make me a millionaire, so I can live in a nice house in New York and eat good food until I die. And I think I'd rather that because, like, what did they really get by being free? Nothing. Did you see that world they had to live in? Yeah. Like, it's almost like you'd, it, what's the benefit? Well, you could live out in the Matrix. You're going to live the same amount of time. But then when you're in the Matrix, you're constantly being, like, shot at. Only if they know, only if you know you're in the Matrix. Oh, yeah, true. We don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, as long as you don't know. There are people that think that we're just here, and there's a big server in, like, New York City somewhere running our lives like The Sims. <laughs> it's possible. It could be. I'm just saying. I don't know if it was all that bad. Like, I don't know. Yeah. So we uh, we're back actually, um, due to no fault of our own. The Christmas episode got put out in January. Yeah, it was out in January. So uh, <coughs> it's actually kind of weird because the reason it got put out late was I was in a pretty bad car accident and I was laid up for a little bit. I was in a car accident two days before Christmas, and that Saturday I had edited about half of the podcast. And then that Sunday. Um, I had I come down here, got everything running, was just about to edit when my buddy called me and said, hey, um, I bought my dad a gun safe. Can you come help me move it over to his house? So this is about noontime. So, yeah, so I ran down to the packy, grabbed some beers, went over to his house. And uh, actually, no, I got dr- I got dropped off. And then his dad was like, I'm not going to be home till like 7 o'clock. So I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go home. I'm going to get something to eat. Do a couple of things, and then I'll come back and help you. But I didn't have a car, so my daughter had to come pick me up. And we were on our way back. Some lady in the intersection decided that she didn't want to stop and just slammed right into the passenger's side door where I was sitting, uh, totaled the car, and laid me up for about three months. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, now we're here. <laughs> yeah, it's all so, good. Yeah, uh, it was pretty bad. And you think that, like, with the time that I had, oh, you must have watched a lot of stuff. Honestly, I, I didn't weird um i couldn't sleep at nighttime i was in so much pain 
So then, like, during the day, I was in and out of, like, consciousness. I was just mm. either sleeping, and then the, the drugs they gave me, I actually wound up, I probably only took it for maybe a month and a half, because I don't, I don't like, I, first, I hate swallowing pills. And I didn't like the way they make me felt, and then yeah. they would just knock me out. So it was like, I was in so much pain, I was either trying to sleep because I couldn't sleep, or the pills were just knocking me out. And it just got to the point where I couldn't just sit down and watch a movie. You know, I I would I'd fall asleep every 10 minutes or whatever. So I wound up finding just these dumb ass, like literally the dumbest TV shows you could ever find that you don't have to pay attention to. Right. Uh, for example, I watch a lot of British stuff. British TV is amazing. Really? I, I, I guess. Uh, either that or it's because I've seen so much American bullshit that. Hmm. So, the, all right, for example, there's this TV show called If You Can't Pay, We'll Take It Away. What the fuck? Um. I don't even know if I told you about this, did I? No. So it's like uh, a TV show. It's a documentary series where it follows like these debt collectors oh, from the high court. And then literally imagine this shit happening in America. They show up at your house. Mm-hmm. They knock on the door and they say, Adam, uh, you have, we have a high court writ and you need to pay us $5,000 right now. Uh, the mechanic is suing you yep. because you didn't pay him for the work on your car. And then you go, well, fuck, man, I can't give you, I don't have five grand. What the fuck you want me to do? And then they literally walk into your house, take your TV, anything that they can resell to offset the debt, and then they leave. Yeah, that's not how it works in the States, right? Hell, you would get shot in the States. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't taking my TV. You ain't taking shit, motherfucker. You best get off my property. That shit would never fly here. Yeah. Uh, I watched six seasons of that. (laughs) What the fuck? Jesus Christ. Six fucking seasons of that. Um... Just because, like, it, I was just, like I said, it was just, it was something I could watch that I didn't have to pay attention to. Like, it was just kind of on. It's fucking crazy. Um, I watched that. I watched a couple other, like, they are, they are big on, like, documentary shows. Where are you watching British TV? All right, so I watched, like, the first four and a half seasons on YouTube for free. And you just <laughs> type in, you can't pay, they'll take it away on YouTube, it'll all come up. But they're missing some episodes, so then I had to go... I had to go, like, I was so invested now. I was like, I, I just watched five fucking seasons. Now I, I got to finish. I got I to gotta see what's happening here. They have some of the sixth season on YouTube to the point where I, make, I made my VPN ping England, right, <laughs> just so that my TV thing would change, and then I could just go to their, their website and watch it. Um, oh, Jesus. Yeah, no, I just watched a bunch of British documentaries and shit, just – just shit that I didn't have to. It's a, they're pretty amazing over there, man. They're behind the times, though. <laughs> like way behind the times. They have like a knife problem and shit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, like apparently in like nineteen, I watched this thing like in nineteen ninety six. There was like a sh- like a school shooting or whatever. Yeah, I know, I know. So yeah, they I banned all guns yeah, except hunting rifles. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. You can have hunting rifles and you can have um, <clears throat> you have hunting rifles and you can have uh, airsoft rifles. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I actually did know that. There's no handguns or anything, and now apparently they ha- like. They have like a knife problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. And uh, That's actually really funny. To the point where um, I think it was London, the mayor of London or whatever, banned all points on knives. Mm-hmm. So now if you get a knife, you, it's just it, there's no point. Awesome. You can still get like a serrated knife or a straight <laughs> knife, but it's got like have no point. It, it, dude, it's just crazy, man. Mm. It's just crazy. Um, yeah, so there's like no guns there, which is mm. probably why they're allowed to just walk into your house. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Just imagine, like you're at work and Sherry calls you. She's like, "Hey, uh, there's a couple of dudes here taking the TV." I mean, like the repossession's a thing, but normally someone can only take the property if it's theirs. So, like, you know, you don't pay your car loan, 
the bank can take the car because they own the car. But they can't come into your house and take your couch and your TV. They can only take the thing that they own. Yeah. Like, that's kind of the way that works with re- with repos in the States. At least that's how I understand it. Like, a foreclosure is the same way. You know, bank owns the house. Don't pay the mortgage. Bank tanks the house. That's the way yeah, it Yeah, but goes. you can get your shit out. You can get your shit out. You if you get don't your get your shit out, out the bank keeps to, it. Yeah, but it keeps you, it. You get your stuff out. They can't take your stuff. Yeah, no, over there, they, they walk right up into your shit, man. That's I watched funny. one where, like, uh, there was an episode... Super rich people in like a big ass house, and they have like BMWs out in front and stuff like that. And they're and uh, these guys show up, and they're like, "You can you can come in and take whatever you want." You guys have been here twenty. These people literally had nothing left in their house. They had like an end table, a, um, a small TV, a dresser. They took everything and left them with like a lamp, the fridge, because they were like they need basic necessities. <laughs> so they left them with like a lamp, a table, the fridge. I think like a microwave and, a, and, their, and their beds. And that was it. And then they went out and took all the cars because they can take your cars too. And the crazy part is like say you have a, like a super expensive car. That's like, like say the car – well, not, not super expensive. Let's say the car is worth ten grand. Yep. It's a $10,000 car. That car to them is only worth about $1,000. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. Because uh, by the time they tow it, storage fees, and, yep. then they, and they have to hold it for so long in case you decide to pay the writ, um, then – they have to release the car back to you, so they have to hold it for seven days. And if they don't, then it goes to auction. And by the time all those fees are paid, they get like a thousand bucks. Yeah, so it's crazy, dude. Yeah, I, I watched a lot of like a lot watched. of weird British TV. It's weird. Pretty fascinating over there. Yes. We should go visit sometime. Eh. Do a live pod in England. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't want to go over there right now. Everyone's got like viruses and shit, so you might as well just. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. <laughs> We're Americans. We're fine. We ain't gonna get it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's why. Uh, that's that's why the pods have been delayed because of me. So, but I'm all healed up now. I went back to work last week. Yep. So, we're good. Wow, yeah. Good. Good. But I will tell you what I did watch while I was out. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, we haven't recorded in a while. I th- I watched 52 movies since the last time we recorded. Oh, I didn't watch that many. <laughs> so, <laughs> I watched. Let's see here. Start off with some okay ones. Um, I watched uh, Special Correspondence with Ricky Gervais. Oh yeah. Um, not great. I liked Ricky Gervais in it. The other the dude dude's was funny. Kinda, he's he's the dude. The guy's funny. Uh, he's funny. Yeah, there's another guy. I forget the other guy's name, but he wasn't as funny. He was another comedian. Yep. But it's like these two. Um, Ricky Trevace is like this, just this uh, goofy fucking nerd, and his girlfriend winds up, you know, like trying to sleep around on him, and him and this other guy, and the other guy is like a super famous radio um, personality, and he's just kind of the guy behind the scenes, and they're supposed to go overseas during a war and report on it, but Ricky Gervais's character accidentally throws away the tickets. And then they wind up literally across the street from where they work inside of their friend's attic. And then they record it as if they were really there. Hmm. Uh, They pretend that they're overseas. And then they're like, the U.S. Embassy is like, they can't be in there. We got to get these guys out of there. So now they're like, shit, we have to go there because they got to get us out. And then the whole movie is them trying to get back in where they really weren't. It's actually pretty good. Ricky Gervais is good in it. Watched uh, Bad Boys for Life. Oh, did you? Yeah. Went that's to the, the new one, right? Went to the theater and saw it, yeah. What would you think? I liked it. Did you? I mean, I like them all, but um, yeah. I thought this one was really good. There's a really good scene on an airplane that's just hilarious. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, I want to see it. <clears throat> yeah, see definitely it. check that out. It's, I mean, it's you know, it's 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 a bad boys movie. Yep. They're older now. They're yeah. you know, um, one wants to retire, the other one doesn't. You know, that that type of buddy cop movie. It's that's it, all the same, but it's really good. Went and saw the Joker. I did see Joker. Fucking amazing, bro. Yeah, Joker's a good movie. Yeah. Amazing. It's a good movie. So, um, God, how long has it been out for now? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I watched it. Uh, I watched it a few weeks back. So yeah, because it's out of theaters. It's on demand yeah, now. Yeah, I watched it for on sale demand. on DVD. Yep. So let's talk about this for a second. So All we're right. gonna spoil some shit. So if you haven't seen it, I'll skip through a couple of minutes. All right. Um, the end of the movie. Yeah. So. Spoiler alert in three, two, one. Yep. Nothing ever happened. See, here's the thing. Here's what I think. I have a theory on this. My theory is that some of it happened. So my theory is that some of it did happen, but not all of it happened. And that um, we're not supposed to know fully what did and didn't happen. But I'm of the belief that it's it wasn't all just in his head, that some of that shit that we saw actually happen. What I don't think happened is I don't think that, um, uh, I don't think the shit with Bruce happened. Um, like I, but I think like, I think he killed his mother. I do think that that happened, but like, we already know like the, all the shit with the girlfriend wasn't real at all anyway. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so the, and, like he never met, um, uh, Thomas Wayne. Like, I don't think any of that shit ever happened, but I do think that there's things throughout that were real. And he was blending it with his own version of reality. Um, that's that was my take on it. Was that it wasn't no, that's all a good theory, yeah. yeah, like because yeah. you're right. At the end, they definitely leave it at this sp- place where it's like it's back to the beginning, right? So it's like yeah, he's, he's in, doing the same thing he was yeah. doing at the beginning. So you, it's hard to tell what did and didn't happen. But my guess is that he's in that place because some of that happened. It's just. The guy's insane, so you're seeing his version of reality. Oh uh, yeah, of the events that happen. You know, that's my theory. That's um, a good. That's I didn't even think of that. That's yeah. that's a good theory. Um, because I was thinking like none of that ever actually happened. Yeah, which and, is also, I mean, it's a fair theory to have about because you could t- you could assume that too. Which is so he's in the insane asylum. Yeah. Right at the end, and then he kills the lady, and he walks out. Yeah. He's not the Joker. No, he's, no, no. He's yeah. he. M- he, this is just a theory. He's not the actual Joker because the movie's just called Joker. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's the guy that inspires the Joker. Yeah, probably. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think that he's supposed to actually be the Joker. That I mean, first of all, the age wouldn't make sense anyway, right? Well, but no, like, it would because you don't know what year it actually happened. It was all in his head. Yeah, that's true. So like, technically, yeah. the movie takes place in the seventies, but once the end of the movie happens, you don't know what year that yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, we're supposed to assume that Bruce Wayne was nine, ten, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but I also don't think Bruce Wayne he ever met Bruce Wayne. So, my yeah, I don't believe that he is like. There's no way they're going to bring Joaquin Phoenix back as the Joker in some Batman movie. He's not the Joker. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that he's the inspiration of everybody else. Because that's kind of his thing too, right? It's like he inspires other, other people, people, yeah, um, to almost like copycat, and that's that's kind of how I read it. Is I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was. I, I was, was surprised. I mean, I wasn't surprised it was good, um, but it was. I guess, it was better than I thought it was going to be. So 
There's a lot of uh, like uh, Scorsese callbacks and stuff in there. Robert De Niro's in it for a little bit, and he's got a yeah, you yeah. know, like that's yeah. a fun part. Yeah, like he's like um, the TV guy, the, the TV, TV yeah, guy. Murray, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was and like That's... I, I called the, with the girlfriend, right? So I, I turned it to my wife, and I'm like, she's not real, like she's not. Oh yeah, there. yeah. And yeah. she's like, oh, I'm like, there's no way she's there. I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, there's no way that that fucking woman would be with him in any of those situations, like at the comedy club, like laughing and shit. I'm like, there's no way that that's all in his head. And they do that obviously so that you then can question everything. So then you're like, is any of this real? <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's a fair it's a fair take no see like at first when i was like <laughs> the weird like i thought that she was gonna be his harley quinn i thought that was the way oh, it was gonna play mm-hmm. like he was gonna turn her mm-hmm. into like some thing now did he kill the kid i don't think he killed i don't think he killed her or the kid i don't think he ever hurt them um i mean I think he went. He went into the part. Like I think the stuff when he's in the apartment. I think that's. Re- I think that all happened. Like that's. My, yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but I don't think he ever hurt them at all. I think he just left personally. But yeah, th- they were pretty upfront with showing us who he killed and who he didn't. Um. Oh yeah, and some of it was. You know, it was some of it was pretty brutal too. It's, it's, it's yeah. It's... That scene, man, with like the two guys from work and like the little dude. Yeah. Like how. <laughs> When he gets to the door and he can't unlock it, and like you think you're like he's gonna he's gonna kill that guy, like he's yeah. gonna kill him, and he's like lets him out, and he's like you always nice to me. Yeah, you he's can like, go. What the fuck? Yeah. Like this dude is fucking crazy. Like yep. he's totally crazy. Yeah, he was like he literally says you were always nice to me. I don't have a problem with you. Yeah, you I don't got a problem go. with you. Go ahead, and leave. He lets him go. Yeah. While this other dude, he fucking stabbed him in the throat. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good uh, movie. And technically, most of the gun violence was that dude's gun because he gave him the gun. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he yeah. didn't have it before. He was using knives, and he fucking suffocated his mother. And I don't yeah, know. yeah, it's a good movie. <clears throat> um, I don't know if you ever saw this before, but if you haven't seen it, you should watch it just so that we can talk about it sometime. Tammy and the T Rex. I watched it on fucking oh, did Shutter. You? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" The movie's <laughs> amazing, right? <laughs> yeah, I had never great. seen it. Fucking... Um, that's got to be. Um, oh, what's the, why am I drawing a blank? Fast and Furious guy, Paul Walker. Paul Walker. That has to be Paul Walker's like first movie. It was. I think it was his was first it? movie. Yeah, I'm pretty oh sure. Or God. yeah, like his first like starring role or whatever you want to call it. And it's weird because I watched that, and then for some reason on Disney Plus they have Meet the Deedles. I haven't so watched that. I wound yet. up watching that too, and that's also Paul Walker's <laughs> early, early, early movie. Uh, <laughs> Damn yeah, Tammy and T Rex is like movie's awesome. I, I don't think I've ever seen any film. Like like that no. style. Like a guy dies, his spirit goes into an animatronic T Rex. No, right? his brain. Oh, they, his brain. They That's take his brain out of his head and put it in a T Rex. And then, so like this movie for years was only available in a PG thirteen cut. Did you know that? No. So so there was only a PG thirteen cut of Tammy and the T Rex. So it took out all the gore, and uh, Vinegar Syndrome remastered it and put out the gore cut. So they put all the parts back in and released it. And then Shutter got the rights for the digital. So now you can watch it, and it's fucking like imagine that movie without the gore because yeah, it'd be it would, a completely different movie. Yeah, it would just but, be like a made-for-TV movie. Yeah, but like all that excessive violence in yeah. there, like, <laughs> so fucking funny. Uh, yeah, no, such a great movie. Definitely check out that. <laughs> yeah, it is on Shutter. That's where I watched it. Yeah, that's where I watched yeah. it. I had never seen it. Uh, and then I watched this. I don't even know why I gave it one and a half stars. That's weird. Don't grow up. What is 
it's about like a virus that only affects adults. So when did like, you watch that? On Shutter. Oh really? It's 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 bad, man. Like it's one of those movies that I honestly I can tell you the plot. It's about a virus that affects adults. Yep. And as the, if the kids get older, then the virus affects them, and then they wind up becoming like zombies. Yeah. It's and not really a new idea either. It's not a new idea, and yeah. it was bad. Like yeah. I couldn't I couldn't tell you any of the characters. I couldn't tell you what the hell happened. I just it's one of those movies I just completely blocked out of my head. I won't watch that. I don't even think I've seen that on there. I watched this amazing movie. Um, I tried to get my daughter to watch it with me, and she was like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Um, I know you've seen it, The Impossible Kid. Uh, oh, With, with uh, Wang Wang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, didn't we watch that together? Yeah, we watched that together. Is I mean, that actually, the one where he jumps the over the thing? On, on the, the motorcycle. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, my God. It's so good. So good. She wouldn't watch it with you? No. I gotta make my kid watch that with me someday. Uh, we gotta watch uh, trying to find Wang Wang. Oh, that's right. They came with the documentary. They made that documentary. He's dead yeah. though, right? Isn't he dead? Yo, he's got to be dead by now. Yeah. Dead, yeah. He. They made what? Two? Like they made uh, uh, Impossible Kid and For Your Height Only. I think was the other one he did. Yep. With the Wang Wang movies. What was what was his agent number? It was like. Oh, I don't remember oh, now. Man. Yeah. It's funny though. And I just watched this not too long ago too. I watched it like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I watched a, well, I watched quite a few kung fu movies actually. Um, I watched this movie called Silverhawk. It's actually really good. Um, who was the chick that was in it? It was um, give me one second here. Michelle Yao. Um, she's the she's well, she's in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, yeah, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Hmm. Um, is she in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume? She might be in the first one too. Uh, she does a lot of kung fu stuff. Yep. Um, she was in that movie, The Mechanic. It's basically like a, almost like a super, Superman. It was, so it's a girl who's a superhero, like when she wants to be a superhero, and then she has like a regular life. Right. And but it's like imagine Superman if he knew kung fu and had a motorcycle, <laughs> and that was the whole movie. It's pretty <laughs> fucking amazing. Like I would check it out. It's uh, it's called Silverhawk. I don't know where I watched that at. It had to, it's weird because I have like five kung fu movies right in a row, so <laughs> I'm assuming it was on some kung fu thing when I was watching it. Um, I watched Starman. Starman? Yeah. I've never been yeah. able to finish that movie. Uh, it's rough, dude. Yeah. It's like, especially the scenes in the car, they just go forever. Yeah, I've. Ne- it's it, that was John Carpenter trying to be like. All like meta and shit. That was his. Oh, I'm gonna be a Spielberg moment, mm-hmm. and he's not very much. It's it's. I've never been able to finish it. it yeah, it's a it rough has watch. Its fans, I don't know, man. But oof. I gave it three and a half stars. Yeah, I. <laughs> it ha- I'm, I'm. I must have been real doped up on pills like, when I gave these ratings. People like it. I just find it really boring. No, it is boring. It's yeah. a lot of dialogue. Yeah. A lot of yeah. dialogue. Let's see. We'll skip over all these Chinese ones. Oh, I watched the last showing. You seen this yet? I think it's on Shutter. So that sounds familiar, though. Um, it says a couple trapped in a cinema are manipulated into becoming unwilling actors in a film being captured on CCTV. I didn't give this a rating for some reason, but it. Uh, so basically, um, I don't know why I gave. I must have been really fucking high in pills when I did this. <laughs> like some weird ratings, and some don't have nothing. Uh, it's Robert England. And he's like uh, uh, a projectionist at a movie theater, 
And then the new manager's like, you're going to be serving popcorn. Everything's digital now. We don't, we don't, we don't fucking need you for nothing. Yep. And um, he was like, no, this is like my passion. This is my life. You can't just take me out of the booth. And he's like, we don't need you. We hit a button, and it just plays. And so now he's like serving popcorn. And so he's writing out the script of the movie as he's doing it. And there's two couples, or a couple, two people in the theater, and then he basically torments them and films it. Hmm. And then starts to piece it together throughout the movie to make the movie, and then you know shit goes awry. So uh, it's actually a really fun watch. I liked it. Hmm. Um, what year was this? 2014. Probably no newer. Yeah. yeah. Watched uh, Night of the Comet, and I watched uh, Night of the Comet too. I watched it because it was uh, live on Shutter. I just clicked on Shutter and I watched it, it on Shutter too. That's a fun yeah. movie, man. Night of the Comet's a fun movie. No, no, it's great. I yeah. love Night of the Comet. Mm-hmm. What well, went and watched uh, Birds of Prey? What did you think? Do you see they renamed it, retitled it? Yeah, as they should have. Yeah. You know, I, I, I wouldn't have had a problem either way because you have a movie called Birds of Prey yep. and Harley Quinn's in it. And Harley Quinn technically isn't a bird of prey. She's not in yep. that group. Yep. So going into it, even without the retitle, I would have known what to expect where yeah. all these people are like, oh, my God, this is garbage. Yeah. Harley Quinn is not supposed to be this. It's a Birds of Prey movie. It's yeah. like, stop. You knew it was a Harley Quinn movie. And <laughs> it's got Birds of Prey in it. So you, I, I've heard good things about it, though. I heard it's a fun movie. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I thought, yeah. thought it was great. Yeah. Um, it's kind of you're technically getting two stories in one. So what they did was they took Harley Quinn from um, from the Hot City, which is a series of my dogs just going nuts up there. <laughs> um, they took Harley Quinn from parts of it from what they uh, comic called Hot City, where she lives in her own apartment. She has a little... The only thing they failed on that I really wish they did is in the comics, she has a stuffed, uh, like a taxidermy beaver. Mm. And in the comic, it actually talks to her. So you can actually see the beaver talking to her. Where in the movie, she talks to the beaver and responds as if it's talking, but it's not actually saying anything. And uh, I I think they kind of missed a mark on that. They should have had like Mm. a different voice for the beaver. Um, So that whole thing is basically set on that set of comics. And then at the exact same time, like par- running parallel at the exact same time, you have Birds of Prey. Okay. So, and you have the origin story of Birds of Prey. Not just Birds of Prey, it's Harley Quinn and the origin story right. of Birds of Prey all in one movie. Mm. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was great. And yeah, then I've heard good things about it. Another thing, I would, like, I didn't even see it before we went. Uh, she was telling me after because the wife didn't go. Just me and my daughter went. And then she's like... Yep. Um, well, I kind of want to see it. I said, I'll go back and watch it. You know, my daughter's like, I'll go back too. She was like, yeah, I didn't think you would like it because uh, all the shit everybody's been saying. What have they been saying? She's like, oh, it's a girl power movie. It's all this feminism oh. bullshit. I'm like, yeah, it's Birds of Prey. It's a girl superhero. What, is, what the yeah. fuck were you expecting? Of course, it's exactly what it is. <laughs> you're going to watch girl superheroes. <laughs> could, you and imagine, you're gonna... could you imagine going to see Birds of Prey and be like, what the fuck was that shit? What's with all the fucking women in that movie? Could yeah, what imagine? the fuck? Like, it'd be, like, it'd be like going to see Wonder Woman and be like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess people were bitch. I, I didn't see it. I, I, didn't, I don't even care. But yeah, the, you're right. I they're mean, complaining that it was a girl power movie. one thing you should expect, it's going to be it's gonna be that it's fucking a bunch of women. Like, that's what it yeah. is. It's fucking the whole premise. And they, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then they were like, oh, well, what if it was uh, uh, the other side and, like, men were beating on women? And I'm like... Just stop, all right? <laughs> you have girl superheroes. They're beating the fuck out of men, yeah. right? They're beating people up who yeah. are bigger and better than they are. Yeah. Imagine if it was just them beating up other women. 
Yeah, it's true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if yeah, the right. if the entire uh, and then and then well, you know what the comment would be then? Like, oh, and now women can't beat up men. You know what I mean? Yeah, it would be yeah. that. <laughs> and then and then I'm thinking like, all right, so all right, so yeah, we just replace all the men with women, and then it's and then I, and then the entire time I'd go, wow, the city has a lot of women in it. <laughs> yes, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> where, where's the population of men? Like, where where did all these women came from? That if there are no men, that is real. Yeah, stupid. so that's crazy. Just, but no, it was it was really amazing. I liked it. I really liked it. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it when it comes out, but fine. I never go to the movies, so. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, I went. I went. I went a few times um, just to get out of the house. So, and then the last one I have on my list is Three from Hell, which we will talk about in the second half of this show. So, what you got? Well, like I said, I watched fifty-two movies. Uh, (laughs) I'll just fucking list them. (laughs) Um, Well, I I did um, actually, yeah. So I did get. um, for Christmas, I got the the Fly, the Blu-ray box set, the Scream Factory box set of all the Fly movies. Oh yeah. And uh, I had never, oh, I had never actually seen, um, I had never seen Return of the Fly, Curse of the Fly. So I had seen like the original Fly, and then I'd seen the remake and the sequel. And I hadn't seen the Fly two, like the sequel, uh, the the '80s one, in a long time. So. Like, the original Fly still totally holds up, by the way. Um, that's a solid little movie. Uh, Return of the Fly, that's actually not very good. So have you ever seen Return of the Fly? Um, the I black and white so. one? Don't. Return of the Fly? Yeah, 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 The sequel to the original Fly. No, I've seen I've seen the original. Yeah, so the original's totally, like, real good, right? Return of the Fly is so goddamn bad. That is a bad movie. Um, it's like... I can't even explain it. Like... Return. There's a so there's I didn't even a, know this was a thing. Return of the Fly. Or? Yeah, yeah. So there were three Fly movies in like the fifties and sixties, right? There was the Fly, Return of the Fly, and Curse of the Fly. So the original Fly, that's the classic, totally holds up. Return of the Fly, the whole plot is that there's this dude who's working with um, the son of the doctor from the first movie, who the one who turned into the Fly, and this guy who's working with the son wants to steal um, the the teleportation machine or whatever from him and and uh give it to some other guy who wants to like sell it or whatever right and there's a it basically ends up being that he oh i have seen this the guy the this be, one? the villain yeah return of the fly the villain ends up like i've seen this intentionally throwing the sun into the machine to yeah. like turn him into it's it's awful. And then it ter- ends with like them being able to turn him back into a person. It's weird that Scream Factory... They put out the whole box set. But this was... Wasn't this public domain? Uh, no, it wasn't. No? Nope. No. They're all owned by um, MD. Because I got... The, I'm pretty sure I have Return of the Fox. Fly. Owned by Fox. Return of the Fly. It was like one of those four movie sets, yep. and they were all bug movies. And this was on there, and it's I actually have it. It's on there, yeah. So I just assumed it it's was a public Fox domain. Movie. Um, Curse of the Fly I actually liked better than Return of the Fly. Uh, it's it's dumber, but it's kind. Of, I think it's more fun. Yeah, because I mean, like this here, this this uh, Return of the Fly is like you're having like a massive party, and you're just like, "Hey guys, watch this movie," and then you just kind of walk out in the kitchen and start pouring shots, <laughs> <laughs> and just don't come back in until it's over. It's real. It's not yeah. a good movie. No, but, it's um, not. No, I know exactly. And what then this the is. '80s one is. Real good. The Cronenberg one's really fucking good. Um, that holds up 100%. And then the sequel from the 80s is, like, not as bad as I remember it, actually. Um, 
it's not great, but there's like the last like twenty minutes actually isn't too bad, and the first twenty minutes isn't too bad. Like the middle part's pretty shitty, but it's a great box set. Like there's tons of features on it. All the discs look great. Like Screen Factory did a really nice job on it. Um, do you want to do this before I? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna right. take shots of Jaeger quick. And... Shit, it's ice cold. Hell yeah, straight out of the freezer. Woo! I watched. Um... Oh, I picked up the Spookies Blu-ray, Vinegar Syndrome. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Have you seen Spookies? Yeah. Oh, my God. That movie is... It used to be on Netflix. That movie is so much fun. Yeah. It's like... um, It's not like a good movie, but it's got these really like... It's just like really cool 80s rubber monster effects and stuff like that. Yeah. It's got a really good score. It uh, The story is a little weird because I guess like what happened was they were making a movie and they like ran out of money. So they got like 50 minutes of the movie done. And this other guy buys the rights to the movie, and he's going to finish it. But he decides that he wants to have a different story. So he shoots another movie to finish off the other movie, but he changes the story. So what, what it is, it's actually like two movies in one. Uh, I mean, it plays pretty well considering that, but uh, I definitely would pick up, like, recommend that Blu-ray. If you're a fan of the movie, they Finnegan did an awesome job on it. Yeah, Vinegar Syndrome doesn't slack on their shit, man. No, they really, they really they don't. don't. I picked up the Child's Play box set, the Blu-ray box set, because that was on an Amazon sale for like twenty bucks. So I watched all the three Child's Plays again. Um, I haven't wa- and I watched Bride of Chucky, but I didn't watch the other ones again yet. Yeah, I have. Uh, well, I I got the collector's edition one. Does it have all this of them is in before, it? This is yeah. It was before the Blu-ray one was out, and um, so it came with it's it's the entire set all the way up to um, what was Bride the- Seed. No, it's got those. It's got everything all the way up to like the latest. Yeah, mine uh, is all the, the way up through um Curse, Colt and Curse. Colt, Colt, that's it. Colt, yeah. So I don't have anything after that. Those are not in there. It's just all the original got ones. Got it. Yeah. Um, mine's all the way up to the most recent one. But I only watched the first four, and uh, I think Child's Play Two might actually be my favorite of the Child's oh, Play. Oh, Child's movies. Play Two is great. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think it is. I think. I Child- mean, one's good. Two is one really is, good. One is good. Yeah, yeah, but two is like. And it's weird because I actually like Bride of Chucky. Well, I like Bride of Chucky too. I, I um, Seed of Chucky, I can kind of do without. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, it's, yeah, it's pretty bad. Bride of Chucky um, hasn't aged quite as well, but it's still a good movie. But like, I used to think Bride of Chucky was like the best one. Pretty sure Child's Play too. It just the fucking special effects in Child's Play two are incredible. Yeah, they're good. Like you watch, they never did Chucky better than they do in that movie. It's like a perfect combination of doll and human. Like they for whatever reason at that moment in time they just they nailed it. Like perfectly nailed it. And all the stuff in the factory at the end, like the big toy factory scene, it's Yeah, it's a, it's a great movie. Um so we already talked about Joker. Uh I watched um Spider Man Far From Home. Oh yeah, how'd you I, like it? I, I liked it. I thought it was good. Um I was I was like um I liked what's his what's the fucking dude's name? Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, though the victim, the uh, villain. Uh, what's oh, his fucking name? Oh god, man. he wears the fucking thing on yeah, his head. Yeah, not not the illusionist. The uh, <sighs> can't think of his name. I liked him though. Trying to blank. So here's another thing. Here's here's another movie. Yeah. Um. Spoiler alert on this: If you haven't seen the Spider-Man Far From Home, none of it was real. Well, well, 
Yeah. So basically, yeah. in the very beginning of the movie, yeah, um, Samuel L. Jackson is like, "Call me," and he's like, "You can't ghost him. Like, like you can't ghost Fury. Like, you have to yeah. pick up the phone when Fury calls." So that entire thing was Fury setting up him, yeah, to have to basically. Basically, the whole thing was him proving to himself that he was worthy enough of what he needed to do, yep. and then at the end, exposing him as Peter Parker, Right. because what better way to call Fury than, I fucked up and everybody knows who I am. The whole, the whole movie was Fury true. trying to get him to call him. That's true. Yeah. Because the whole thing was an illusion. It was, actually, yeah. 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 So. It was good, though. No, no, I loved it. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it, was good. it was good. Um... I want you to bring up a trailer because I watched this movie called Scream for Help. Have you ever heard of this movie? Scream for Help. Yeah, yeah. It's from 1984. So I have this trailer compilation. It's a trailer trauma compilation, and it's an 80s version, and it has like seven and a half hours of trailers on it. So I rewatched that recently, and I started putting down movies on my watch list from that that I I hadn't seen. um, 1984 trailer. Um, And Scream Factory actually put this out on Blu-ray, and I'm hoping you can find... The original trailer, because that's the one you gotta. It's that one. This one here's from Scream Factory. One that's his classic trailer. The one that's his classic. Oh, I think yeah. it's that one. Yeah, go to that and make sure the volume. Christy was an ordinary teenager, <laughs> but she hated her stepfather. Oh shit! Paul. Well. Mom. I caught him cheating on you. This bull asked me to pick her up at her house because she couldn't get to the agency. That's bullshit. It became an obsession with her. Hi, Christy. In Michael Winner's Ah! new thriller, Scream for Help. I'm upset because my stepfather just tried to murder my mother. Paul did it. I know he did. Christy, stop. He fixed it to kill Mom. Christy, don't talk like that. You've been crazy to get Paul Fox ever since he married your mother. Nobody believed her. It seems like a low-budget porn, dude. Yeah, yeah. She had to find it's out. Bad. Janie, please help me. What were they doing? Fucking. What? Yeah, you have to see it till I tell my mom you can back me up. Come on. <laughs> Did you notice when they ran up the stairs, they actually had to move out of the way of the camera? Like, camera stayed, and they had to run to the side of it instead of the camera just being at an angle. He did this. Paul Fox. He fixed this car so it would kill Mom. Don't she parked it pretty good. Just wait until he I know. you. She wouldn't give up. She followed him, hounded him, spied on him. She was determined to expose him. <laughs> That's in the trailer, dude? Yes. Why? Face to face with a new terror. Why? <clears throat> That's twice now in a trailer we saw somebody get fucked doggy style and titties just flopping around. <laughs> A woman gets thrown out of a wheelchair. At the mercy of ruthless killers. It's fucking moving. I kind of want to watch this now. Yeah, you should totally watch it. It's the terror that invaded her home. It's really easy to find. 
scream for help. <laughs> it's on YouTube for free. You can watch Michael it all over the place. It's, it's everywhere. <laughs> but anyway. Literally, I think I just saw it on here. Uh, so that movie, right, that's from the director of uh, Death Wish and Death Wish 3. And probably Death Wish 2, I guess. And it's basically like this girl, uh, her her father leaves her, her mother leaves her father for this dude. And her mother is super rich. So the guy that marries her just wants her, her money. So he ske- like bakes up this plot where he's going to kill the mother and the daughter and get the inheritance. But it's it's a weird fucking movie because it's like super sleazy. Right, so it's like it's like it's like a low budget sleaze, though. It is, yeah, Yeah. and it's it's like a Nancy Drew story. But there's a scene where, like, so there's in the trailer, right? You see her getting banged in the bed, right? The girl, the main girl. Yeah. So she's losing her virginity in that scene. She has sex with this guy. She's like, (laughs) she's like, oh, it hurts, it hurts, and then she like there's blood all over her hands because he like, you know, busted her cherry. Like that's all in the movie. And the stepfather walks in, and while they're fucking. And then sees, like, the blood on her hand. And then she tells the guy the next day that she never wants to have sex with anybody ever again after that experience. She sees her stepfather having sex with that woman in the motel, which was Ten in the bucks trailer. On Voodoo. Yeah, you can buy the fucking Blu-ray from Screen Factory. Yeah. Like, it's... Um, that's pretty amazing. Highly recommend yeah, that, man. Yeah. It's not good. It's not, like, a good movie. Oh, you can tell by the trailer it's not good. Oh, my but... God. Oh, there's a scene where, like, a girl just fucking... All right, I mean, this is a spoiler, right? But, like, her best friend... And they're going to spy on the stepfather. And then they're, they're t- walking through the woods, and the girl's like, the friend is like, I have to, you know, I have something to tell you. She's like, I'm pr- I found out I'm pregnant. You know, I'm, I'm pregnant, and I don't want to have the baby or whatever. And two seconds later, she gets fucking mowed down by a car. The, preg- <laughs> the pregnant girl. She's like, I'm pregnant. And no fucking shit. She gets mowed down by a car in the middle of the road. Like, <laughs> like. Right after you find out she's pregnant, you know, it's like incredible. this, like I've never seen the movie. I'm just going based <laughs> off this trailer. This very much seems like a trauma movie. Yeah, but it's it does. I know it has some of that stuff. Yeah. It's like it's got some of that, that sleaze. That yeah, like I mean, look at look at the the like the first what three minutes of Toxic Avenger. Mm. A, a kid on a bicycle gets his head ran over. That's true. Like yeah, a, yeah, you know what I'm like, saying? Like <laughs> yeah, like this. The woman gets okay. So she's in a wheelchair, right? She gets thrown out of the wheelchair in a hallway, and then they go down. They want to put them in a basement. So rather than let her walk down, they put the wheelchair to the top of the basement stairs and just flip it up, and she just fucking flies down the basement <laughs> stairs. Uh. <laughs> so funny. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I highly recommend that. I did watch, um, finally, uh, I haven't seen Rise of Skywalker because I'm not going to go to the movies to see it, but... I did yeah, watch um, Rogue One, which I actually really liked Rogue One. That's the one, if you can't keep track. I can't keep track. That's the one uh, that takes place like during Star Wars. where uh, That's the one that's... N- where they have to go get... Where they're going to steal the plans of the Death Star. And they go and they have like that big fucking battle on the planet. Ooh, like something smells like cigarettes. I don't know, man. Um, there's like, um, they go to like this water planet and they have to go up into this big tower and get the fucking plants of the death star out of the, Oh thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the one that's like, uh, that's not the chick that is the warrior. Like, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah. 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 That's, this is the one where they're trying to stop the death star from being built. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't like it. I really liked rogue one. It's like a fucking war movie, man. It's a war movie. 
That's all it is. Rogue One? Rogue One. It's a war movie. That's the one with... Um, hold on. I see. I think I'm getting mixed up here. Hold on. <laughs> Let me go back and look at this. It's not The Last Jedi. It's the one that takes place during Star Wars. Darth Vader is in it. This is... Uh... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, no. I, th- I did like this one. Yeah, see, I'm thinking, uh, what was the one before this? Hold on. Holy shit, dude. There's so many of these fucking things. <laughs> uh, let's see. I don't know. Um, hold on a second. There was, like, the fucking uh, Revenge of the Sith and the Clone Wars and Last Jedi, Force Awakens, Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back, Star Wars. There's just too many Star of these Wars. things. Uh, yeah, but Darth Vader's, all, like, he's just... No, he's kind of in and out of this He's one. in and out of yeah, it. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So this one was good. Yeah. This is the one where it wasn't like Princess Leia, like, digitally edited at the yeah, end Yeah, 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 yeah. She's, she's like a small role in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that, that, that one I did like. Yeah, I think, yeah. like, people didn't like it, right? So, what I'd seen, people didn't like it because they said it didn't feel like a Star Wars movie, but I think that's kind of what I liked about it, is it just felt like an action sci-fi movie that took place in a Star Wars universe, so it kind of felt like its own thing, which For I think some I reason, I thought that was the one with the high-pitched dinosaur. <laughs> with um, the fucking uh, well, what's his name? Oh my god, yeah, I don't even remember his name. Minks, Mink, me, Minks, or something. <laughs> god, that dude was—I couldn't <laughs> handle that fucking thing. I couldn't. It was just—I was just like, oh man, um, I hate that. Movie. No, not Minks, Minks. I don't remember his name. Ja- I don't know, like Bar Bar Binks, Jar 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 Binks, <laughs> something like that. I don't. Know, I got like nine names in there. Um, yeah, no, that one. I thought for some reason I was thinking of that one. I was just like, no, dude, that's not good. <laughs> No, no. The someone's gonna one. someone's gonna write us and be like, "That was a fucking good movie," and this is why. And I'm oof, no, man. yeah, no. All right. You know what? I also didn't think the Last Jedi was that bad because people really shit on that one. No, I liked the Last Jedi. I didn't think it was bad. Yeah. I kind of were... liked all three, like the first one that J.J. Abrams did. All those. Yeah, me too. That... I kind of liked all three of them. Yeah, they were all good. The J.J. Abrams one was really good. Then the other one was, you know, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's it, not as good as J.J. No, Abrams, I didn't but it's still either. good. I think it was bad. Yeah. People were like bitching online. I think because at the end, like. Fucking Luke like disintegrates or whatever. I think that pissed people off. But, like I'm like I don't give I don't give a fuck. Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't care. I thought it was like um, thought it was pretty good. Like I, I don't know. I didn't I didn't think it was as bad as everyone said it was. But I heard Rise of Skywalker wasn't great. So, well, uh, let's see. I got. I mean, I watched so much. Um, I got a couple more on here. Uh, did you ever see Deadly Friend? No, I don't think so. Oh my god, man. So Deadly it's a Wes friend. Craven movie from right around the time he did Nightmare on Elm Street. It might have been like a year or two later. Um, actually, if you can find the trailer to this, because um, there it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, um, that's kill scenes. Go to that trailer. One of the... Which is a fucking trailer. Yeah, go up. It was up there. Uh, right classic trailer right there. Like third one down. Oh. There it is. Fucking YouTube. This is just a trailer-filled episode right here. Yeah, well. If you enjoy being really scared, if you're not afraid of the unknown. Did you remember those headboards? If you found a friend. I did. I don't remember, actually. Well, I think I did, actually. I see him in a lot of 80s movies, and it reminds me of the one that I had, and I kind of want one now, but it would be so stupid to have one. I think I did have I don't have one now. I think I did. I'd have, like, my magic cards in there, like, you know, like, all my stupid little toys and shit. Nightmare on Elm Street. 
Wes Craven. You don't see them anymore. You don't no, see those if you don't see waterbeds. Yeah, waterbeds went out. Yeah. I think... I kind of want a waterbed. You ever sleep on a waterbed? They're not very comfortable. Yeah, no, my parents used to have one, and I would just go jump on it and run away. Yeah, it was... Yeah. And then uh, my friend's girlfriend had one. So anyway, the plot so of this, cute. right? Is Wes Craven? Friend. <laughs> Wes Craven I've wanted. Never seen that. Wes Craven wanted to make like a kind of like an ET type movie, right? So and it was about a robot. This guy, this kid. The original story is about this kid. He has a robot, and they're like best friends. And uh, I, I, from my understanding, the original script had like a younger kid in it. And the studio, of course, is like Wes Craven makes horror movies, so you're not making a kid movie about a robot. You need to make a horror movie. So the thing ends up being this guy who's now in college builds a robot named BB, by the way, which is yellow. Remember like BB-8? A yellow robot? BB-8. There's, in Star Wars movies, remember that little yellow fucking robot? No. You don't, you don't want, remember the little yellow robot called BB-8 that rolled around in Star Wars movies? Oh, the little basketball thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right? yeah, yeah. There's a robot and it's called BB. Look it up. There's a robot and it's called BB. So just type in Deadly Friend BB. BB? BB, or- yeah. Look. Oh, yeah. It kind of looks like uh, uh, an 80s version of um, um, Short Circuit. It is, yeah, it's actually like yeah. Short Circuit-ish, but if Short Circuit robot went crazy and killed people. All right, so it's uh, Short Circuit meets um, um, Killbot. Uh, chopping Mall. Or Chopping Mall. Why did I say Killbot? Yeah, yeah. It, it was called Killbot. Killbot, yeah, yeah. whatever. Um, it's kind of like that. So anyway, like his robot, yeah. right? His robot's like going all wonky and shit. And this crazy lady blows it away with a shotgun. So they're going trick-or-treating and they go to like put a bag of shit or something on her, on her doorstep. And she comes out with a shotgun and fucking blows this robot away with it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. This one here? Yeah, yeah. How fucking, many of them are there? There's, there's only one robot, oh. right? Blows it the fuck away. So the guy that built the robot's like really upset because he was like in love with the robot. It was like his best friend. So then he also is in love with this girl that he just moved in and is like this teenage girl played by Kirstie Swanson lives next door. And she, she's getting beat by her father, right? Like he beats her all the time. And then one night she's in her room and he's all pissed and he, she comes out and he fucking hits her. She falls down the stairs, whacks her head on the wall and dies, right? Just fucking <laughs> dies. He kills her. <laughs> Don't you love those those ones where like it's like a, the most minuscule thing that you would just normally yes. get up from, and you're just dead. Fucking kills her. Just dead. So the guy takes the chip out of his robot's head and inserts it into her brain, like does brain surgery and puts it into her brain. Damn, in a T Rex. Fucking brings her back from the dead. <laughs> but so she's she's like her, but her brain is now the crazy robot brain. So she walks around and she's like a zombie with a robot chip in her head. And she starts murdering all of her enemies. And there's a scene where the woman that shot the robot, right? Because she's the robot now. Yeah, so she's going to have all the robot she's, memories. Yeah, so she, so remembers, she, knows, she remembers this lady. She goes yeah. to the lady's house and she has a basketball. And she fucking throws the basketball and hits the woman in, her, in the head. And her head explodes. Like, just fucking explodes. <laughs> I love shit like that, though. When it's just the dumbest things. <laughs> like, and so it just... Like, so great and the body like is like shaking around and shit and like so it's it's like a body with no head and it's still like walking around in circles and the arms are swinging it's the funniest shit 
<laughs> you got you you got to watch the movie because it's so fucking ridiculous. It's called Deadly Friend, and it's very easy to find from 1986. <laughs> yes. What it, see like it's weird. I I don't want to play because it it's two minutes long, but it says yep. Deadly Friend ni- Robot Squeeze. <laughs> you know what? You squeeze? know what happens? Squeeze Hold on, let's just, let's just fucking. <laughs> you just keep talking, and we'll just fucking play it. So the robot, like, um, it's Yo, like a protector. So there's a scene where these two like bullies come up because these are the yeah. All right, so we got a robot. We got and some he's bikers. very Johnny Five ish here. Yeah, so we got a, we got about five five bikers on dirt bikes on a road. <clears throat> two two kids, one walking, one on a bike. Hey, come here. Look at this thing. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, this thing is systematic. So funny. Hydromatic. <laughs> hey, does anybody got a can opener? And then we have this little robot here. Oh, he just, uh, big kid pushed down little kid. Yep. Now oh. he's beating on the robot. The robot's got the eye going. Look at the eye. Oh, grab, grab the dude by the balls. Got him by the balls. Oh, he's talking to him. He talks. Yeah, he talks. That's right. Oh, my God. Listen to the voice of that robot. I kind of want. You think I could pull off a mullet, dude? <laughs> Those guys do. I'm just saying, like, I'm gonna bring it back. You know? I mean, I don't know if it's gone everywhere. I think there's still people that rock the mullet. Yeah, I mean, those guys all have them. I'm sure, like deep south, like. Although those guys are also have mullets because they're supposed to be like 17, but they're actually like 50. <laughs> yeah. So they all have receding hairlines. Yeah, man, that's Deadly Friend. Man. You should check it out. See over there. So there's that was uh, the, the BB body. Squeeze right there. <clears throat> yeah, it's um, it's totally worth watching, I think. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. Yeah, Wes Craven wanted to make like a family comedy in the studio. Apparently, at least from what I've heard, said, fuck, no, you're not making a family comedy. You made Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. So he's like, all right, I guess I'll take my family comedy and turn it into a horror movie. <laughs> so this is what you get. You get, like, short circuit mixed with, like, I don't know. Man. I don't even know. It's, like, so. I'm going to check that out. That, like, it's fun. Shit. Like, I love, I mean, you know me. I just, I love those low-budget shitty movies. Yep. They just entertain me for some reason. I can just enjoy them and Especially watch them. one made by, like, Wes Craven, you know? Like, yeah. It's, it's so, there's, like, it's weird because it's got some skill to it. So it's that right mix of good production value, but shitty movie. It's, yeah. It's like the best kind of bad movie because it's it looks good. Like, I love a $100 million shitty movie. You know That's what I'm <laughs> saying. Yeah, like, those are the best ones. It's the best one Because they look good. Yeah. You know, and it's like everyone's trying. Everyone in yeah. this movie is trying to make a good movie. They're like, hey, what did you spend the money on? We bought... Um, we spent it all on production, cameras, <laughs> lighting, you know what I'm saying, stage work, all that, exactly. and then the rest was just shit. Exactly. But your script sucked. Yeah, the script sucks. So, and the actors really actors, weren't that good. Yeah. So. Yep. Anyway, this was another one that was on my trailer compilation. But this thing is like a treasure trove. Wait, which, uh, what was the trailer compilation name? It's called Trailer Trauma 3 80s Horrorthon. And it's seven and a half hours of 80s oh, trailers. I think I saw that on your letterbox. Dude, it's so. Yeah. It's so good. It's um I've watched it twice 
Because it's like because when I go in the letterbox and the front page, it'll tell me everything all my friends have been watching. Oh yeah, it's in order that. of years. So like disc one is nineteen eighty to eighty two, and then disc two is eighty three all the way up to eighty nine. And it's so many. Like you watch, you're like, oh yeah, I gotta watch that movie. I yeah, because we movie. have the uh, what the hell is it? Matt, we got Mad Rons. I have that one. Yeah, I like Mad Rons. I have Forty Second Street Four, too. and Forty Second Street. And yeah. I just pre-ordered, so they're putting out Trailer Trauma Five. I have two, three, and four. Four is all television trailers. Two is driving trailers, and Trailer Trauma Five is seventies action. I love trailers. watching trailers. Me too. I think they're like I think trailers talk are great. about like just mindless. We, like I mean, we tried putting out trailers of movies that we watched for the show, and then YouTube was like, "Fuck you! Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna nope. put ten ads in your trailer. Yeah. We're gonna put ten ads, and we're gonna <laughs> give it to everybody else." So we we're just like, "Fuck YouTube." That being said, the other day we got a comment on one of our trailers. Did you see that? So on the on Ilsa, one of our trailers. On the Il- so we have the trailers sitting out there, right? What people, trailer? People watch them and comment on them all the time. What are you talking about? We put a trailer up for Ilsa, She Wolf of the SS, and somebody wrote, I've hit the weird area of the internet. Oh, really? I didn't even know we had that up there. <laughs> look look us up on, type in um, Midnight Triple Feature on YouTube and find our videos. Like, Alice I stopped had like 40,000 views on it. I stopped posting stuff because we oh, just kept, getting, anything, we kept getting copyright strikes constantly. At, yeah, but look at all the views we get on this shit. So what I was going to do was... Um, I was going to start looking for some more stuff to put up there for movies that we're yep. not going to get in trouble for. You get in trouble even for the shit you think you're not getting in trouble for. You put um, stuff out there that you think is fine, and they're like, oh, there we are. Okay, so go and one of our- the biggest things was when they were arguing with us over audio content that I made. I made the fucking I audio. I know, and they said that you did an unboxing. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're like... like- they're Someone like, what the fuck? copyright against you. I produced that music. That's my music. And then I had to prove to him that it was mine and all this other shit. I just gave up, man. Fuck you, too. So we have them. Um, go to our videos. So, so first of all, we have 665 subscribers. But, like, look at our views. Um, oh, there is an easier way to... Oh, shit. Oh, because I'm not logged in. Uh, but there is an easier way to find comments. Look at uh, Invaders from Space. 23,000 views. We had 23,000 views on that public domain movie that we posted. Keep going down. It is a good movie. Yeah, it is. Wait, what were we looking for? Um, The fucking Ilsa one. Because we used to put trailers out there. Yeah, Someone... we, should, we should say fuck YouTube and start putting shit back up again. I know. Like... I mean, we stopped because we kept getting in trouble. But... Ilsa, 10,000 views on our Ilsa trailer. Where is it? Right there. Oh, where is it? Right there, third, right in the middle. Oh, I see it. And some dude posted a comment. He said, like, oh. I've, I've found the weird area of the internet or something. See, like, people just comment on shit. Someone wrote, what the fuck, LMA? Oh. I found myself <laughs> in the weird corner of YouTube again. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I, people, I have like, not watched that movie since we did this. Look, someone just commented. weeks. Like, people are commenting. I don't know. Maybe people just find it. I don't know why. She yeah. just died recently. I bet that's why. Oh, maybe. She, she did. She I didn't died. even know that. I totally forgot we even watched that for the show. We have sh- um, shit on there that has 20,000 views on our YouTube channel. We don't get nothing. We get we nothing. Get, we that. get nothing. Well, we get no, because they hate us. They I know. fucking hate us. <laughs> we get nothing. Like, when, when they were Someone like, else makes money off that. Yeah. They're like, oh, fill this form out and prove to us that it's... I'm like, okay, so here's this. I mm-hmm. have the original audio file. All of it was me. I produced everything. All the music belongs to me. And they're like... Yeah, we don't believe you. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> that was so fucked up. Like, what up. the fuck? Fucking YouTube, man. 
I wish it were better because yeah, we would we would put more work into it. Yeah, we would. Like every would... time we post something, we get fucking hit. We get a fucking email a week from YouTube. <laughs> we haven't posted shit since fucking two thousand two. Emails. Yeah. So like you've been flagged with a copyright complaint. Oh my There's god. There's nothing that you need to do. Just know that ads are going to run on your content, and somebody well, else. Well, that's is what make the money. thing was when they said that I needed to prove that it was uh, my. It was all the production work was mine. I'm like, okay, fine. So I'm like trying to figure it out. And then they're like, well, you can't prove it to us. So all the money is going to go to whoever copyrighted it. it. So I went and looked at who claimed it. And it's some fucking YouTube channel that's got like two followers. (laughs) And I'm like, how are they getting paid off my fucking work? No, go fuck yourself. So I just stopped using YouTube. I watch a lot of YouTube, but I do not put anything Look at this, on man. it. We have a tra- we have trailers with ten thousand views on them. Yeah, it's a lot of views. <laughs> That's, you know, well, no. One of the biggest things is I love you know going on uh, you know a lot of these um, movies that we have on here and you know talking to people and you know people like watching them and commenting and I like that shit. So but do then, I. But then it's like once you get That's so, why we started doing it. Yeah, and then once you get so many views on there, all of a sudden YouTube's like. Oh, this person's getting a lot of heads. So let's go find out why. That's what it is. And then all of a sudden, it's oh, you have to take this down. It's That's like what, what the fuck. <coughs> all right. Um, one last thing. I watched um, a movie called Moon Trap. So I think I've seen that. It's from nineteen eighty. Should I have the hiccups now. It's from nineteen eighty nine. Stars Bruce Campbell and Walter Koenig. Yes, yes, yes. Star I've seen Trek. that. Yeah. And these two dudes go to the moon. And they discover that there's a race of, like, robot creature things that live on the moon. And they harvest people for their body parts. And they, like, attach the body parts to their robot bodies. And basically, Walter Koenig and Bruce Campbell have to battle these robot creatures. And it's, like, 50% a good movie and 50% not a good movie. The best stuff in the movie is when they're battling the robot creatures. Uh, there's like a fun scene where like a robot creature uses a human head and attaches it inside of its own robot head. Um, there's like a scene where they show how they harvest the human bodies for body parts. And uh, like the fun stuff is with the robot things. But then there's like a bunch of weird like bro stuff between Bruce Campbell and Walter Koenig that's doesn't work because Walter Koenig's not a really good actor, but Bruce Campbell's a good actor. So, and he's kind of the second part. He's kind of the, he's not the star. Um, so it was like, this was another one I saw on that trailer. <laughs> I'm just watching fucking tons of movies off that trailer. Cause I, I, 77 movies I found on that trailer Dude, compilation. That, that, that would have been great when I was out. I wouldn't have been watch. I didn't have to watch British TV. I could have watched movie trailers. Oh my God. I have between you know? the compilations at seven and a half hours on that one. Four hours on the TV one, two out two and a half hours on the drive-in one, and it's another three hours on the forty seconds. I mean, that's like eighteen hours of trailers right there. Yeah, that that trailer trauma. I'll, I'll I might let you borrow because it it's like yeah. seven and a half hours of just fucking incredible eighties trailers. I'll I'll do a legal backup for you. <laughs> <laughs> and in the other one, the one I just ordered, the seventies action version, um, comes out March thirty first. So I'm gonna have that one. In like you know, a month. You know what's crazy is like, you know, people come over here and, I mean, they don't even see everything I own. You know, I got that uh, when, in, the, in, the, in the guest room. That's where my DVD rack is. Yep. And people see it and go, oh, my God, you got so many. Men. And, you know, like really when you, when you look at it and then you think about like all of the, if, I mean, if you count 
all of like the box sets I have, they have like 50 in it, 100 in it. Like realistically, when you think about, if you count those, you're talking 5,000 movies. Yeah. And that doesn't yeah, count. Yeah, with the packs and shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that doesn't count what I have on, you know, like my hard drives and stuff, like all the downloads. That doesn't count what oh, I, yeah, have I have on Voodoo. I have easily over 1,000 movies. Yeah. And, and when you think about it, I've seen almost everything that I own. Except for the ones that we were talking about earlier, I still have in plastic that I got from the DVD <laughs> service. Never watched those, but that's only probably like fifteen movies. <laughs> I've watched, m- but it's amazing how much you can watch. Like yeah, I watch a lot of movies. Yeah, I said I watched fifty something movies this year. I mean, it's only the twenty eighth of February. Yeah, I slept most of. I watched three hundred last year. I watched three hundred and fifty six movies. Dude, that doesn't include TV. Like, I watched the entire season of Stranger Things, for example, last year. Like, I that, watched TV on top of 356 movies. Yeah, I didn't watch... Yeah, like like I said, pretty much since December until about the beginning of February, I was just trying to find the dumbest shit I... Like, because I couldn't pay attention to anything. I was I was sleeping, yeah, laying on the couch. Yeah, things would have been good for um, me. So I didn't watch a lot. So it wasn't until just like a few weeks ago when I really like bunkered down, started going out to the movies, watching stuff. So now that I'm back in the groove, I really got to start catching up on stuff. One other thing I did watch I didn't mention was I saw um, Ready or Not. You seen that? Here I come. You can't hide. So it's like the the woman. Woman. The woman marries this dude, like a super rich dude, and after their wedding, like at midnight, they she they tell her you have to play a, a game with us. And they, she pulls out a card, and the card determines what the game is. And it could be anything from, like, you know, like chess, Monopoly, whatever. But she pulls a card that basically says, we have to hunt you. So you have to survive until dawn, and it, we have to kill you before dawn. If we don't kill you by dawn, um, we, <laughs> our family has sold their souls to the devil. And the devil will take our souls if we do not commit a sacrifice on you by dawn. I would have been like, bullshit, reverse Uno card. So, <laughs> so it's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's her being hunted by this fam, by this super rich family in their giant mansion and on their giant... There's a lot of movies like that, though. There are, but this yeah. one's super unique because of the devil thing. Like, there's lots of the hunting human movies, right? But this one, because of the devil thing, and the whole time you don't know if... They actually have sold their souls to the devil. And you do find out at the end. Like, there is the ending. You know for a fact whether or not they did. Um, that whole entire part of the plot makes it unique to me. Because, yeah, the hunting human things are everywhere. But this one, the ending is, like, you're either going to love it. You're either going to love the end of this movie. Or you're going to hate the end of this movie. It's one of those movies where it's like, you're either you're either all in at the end. You're like fuck yes, that was amazing, or you're like what the fuck, that was so stupid. Yeah, you you know you know what's weird is like we were just talking a little bit about a uh, article that came out about like these human bodies that were found and predate dinosaurs and all this other crap or whatever it was, <laughs> right? So we 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 were kind of talking about you know humans living with dinosaurs and that would predate you know like certain things that were written in the Bible and stuff. The weird thing is that if there was a movie based on God. For whatever reason, it is very hard to believe. You know what I'm saying? But when there's a movie based on the devil, where like I sold my soul to the devil, I'm like, I can believe that. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm true. saying? You know, like it's yeah. weird. It's weird how uh, it's weird how the evil side of it is so much more convincing <laughs> than the good side. It's just weird. It's because it's easy to believe that someone would fucking sell their soul to the devil. Yeah, for, like, yeah, really. Money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, uh, I can't well, say that I wouldn't do it. Like if the devil were like, hey. 
I can give you, like, even if it's not eternal life, right? Like, listen, I'll give you riches beyond beyond imagination. I'll let you live to 250, but I get your soul when you die. I'd probably be like, all right. Yeah, yeah. so, like, it's weird. It's like, all right, you know, so God comes down and he says, uh, Adam, mm-hmm. I will give you... A few extra years of life. You're going to live the same life you're living right now, but you're going to be absolutely happy. Mm-hmm. There will be no sorrow, no sadness. You will be absolutely happy until the day you die, but you're going to live the life you have right now. Mm-hmm. Then the devil comes to you, Adam, you're going to live for 300 years. Mm-hmm. I will give you riches, money, cocaine, hookers, whatever you want, mm-hmm. and you'll live to 300 years old. What are you going to choose? I'm going to go with the devil. I'm going to go with the devil, too. <laughs> I'm going with the fucking devil. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. Let's be real. And also, like, heaven doesn't sound all that great. Anyway, kind of sounds boring. Yeah, no, because it's, like, weird. Because it's like, oh, you could you could go to heaven. You could be an angel and all this other stuff. And the devil's like, shit, I might kick you the fuck out of here. And you're just going to roam the earth torturing people. Yeah, like, exactly. All right. Like, all right. I'll, well, well, I'm not stuck in one spot, you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know, like, man. I don't know. I don't think it's that bad. Yeah, it doesn't sound, it doesn't sound um, like a bad deal. Anyway, that's pretty much everything I watch. And I, I don't give re- a... Why, why would you care if the devil... Like, they're like, oh my God, but the devil has your soul. Who gives a fuck? I'm dead. Who, yeah, I, don't fuck, I, I don't fucking care what he's got. I'm dead. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <no>. <coughs> All right, anything else on that front? No, I did rewatch Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, which holds up, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, it holds yeah, that's up. good, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break, and um, we'll be right back with some news, and then we're going to get into some movies. We're back. We're going to talk a little about some new stuff that really doesn't exist, but we're going to talk about something. We'll find something. Yeah. I mean, it's not a whole lot. It's not that time of year for yeah. anything big to happen yet. We got a few things that it's going on, but I know you're excited about the uh, Train to Busan sequel. The first right. one was great. Yeah, the the only thing with that is it's a um, North American production, so... Yeah, so, yeah, we'll fuck it up. America does all that shit, man. They're like, hey, listen, you got something great? Give it to us, we'll make it better, and then I just fuck it up. I know. I know. The first one is good. Most likely the North American sequel won't be, but who knows? It could be good. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Sometimes we do good things. (laughs) Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes, as long as Rob Zombie doesn't touch it. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Let's see. Uh, Quiet Place Part 2 is coming out. I like the first one. I love the did first one. Did you see one. it? Yeah, you yeah, did. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah, um, actually, I don't think there's any spoiler because it was in one of the trailers I watched. But I don't know how they're doing it. But um, he comes back in the second one. See, did he not? Think did he not die? Or is it? I a... think it's before. So I think there's going to be scenes of like, bef- like when everything went bad, like when they showed up, when the fucking thing showed up. I think that's what that is. Oh, so it's like a flashback. I think it's flashbacks. Yeah. Flashbacks. Pretty it. sure. I mean, the trailer looks good. I mean, uh, there hasn't been a whole lot of detail in the trailers, but... It's probably better that they aren't giving away a lot. Um, you know, I'm interested to see how they 
deal with the fact that they know how to kill them now. I said that before. Yeah, yeah. But it, it looks like on the trailer that I did see that it's going to be like they're going out with the hopes of being able to help other people. Like, because since they know how to kill them. Yeah, because now they're they're kind of venturing out a little farther. Like, yeah. in one of the trailers, they're walking down sand, but the sand only goes sand so far. Ends, yeah. And now they're like, do we keep going? So at some point, they have progressively gotten out farther from that farmhouse. Yeah, and I think the it's going to be like they're going to meet up with other people. And, you know, that's just a guess about. And then we have um, the new Candyman trailer is out. Yep. What were your thoughts on the trailer? You know, I'm a, I'm a, um, I really do enjoy the first one, the original Candyman. I, I actually kind of like the sequel too. I think everybody enjoys the first one. Yeah, it's just a solid movie. It and is a and solid it, movie. Yeah, and it holds up. Like you still watch, like I remember watching it. Like when I think back, and I was watching it as a kid. <clears throat> I wouldn't say I was scared, but it was kind of like that. It would give me that uneasy, creepy feeling. Yeah, and it was when, a big deal when it came out. I remember, like, yeah. um, I I saw it on video. I remember how big of a deal it was. Like, it was coming out on video. I remember renting it. Um, I think I appreciate it more now, like, as an adult than I did oh, as a definitely, kid, you yeah. know? And, and, like, I watch it as an adult, and even though it's one of those movies I've seen a lot, yep. I still enjoy watching it. It holds up. So, they made some changes. I mean, um, so the original story is about a woman who's, like, a, uh, she's a student. She's, like, a graduate student, and she's writing a thesis. I'm going to say this one's about an artist, and it's definitely focused on a man instead of a woman. So, I mean, it'll be interesting. Um, I, I, I like the story. So, if, if um, you know, if they can take the same story and do something interesting with it, I'm all for it. Uh, it'll, it's, it's a high bar, because the first movie is really good. Yeah, that's the thing. So, yeah. it is a high bar. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'll watch it. Yeah, it comes out uh, in theaters June twelfth. I think it's going to be a hit. I think it's going to do really well, actually. But oh, I'm sure it will. It's one of those names that everybody knows. Yep. And if you don't know the name, you know somebody who knows that and is going to drag you to go watch it. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Nobody cares about Walking Dead. Uh-huh. When was the last time you watched The Walking Dead? Season four. I mean, I'm still reading. You went further than I did because you went you went into the Negan episodes, right? Yeah, yeah. I got um, the thing with the Walking Dead that pissed me off was that goddamn half season bullshit, man. Mm. Like, oh, we're gonna give you six episodes and then you got to wait they six always or did that. eight. I know. Yeah, it's so stupid, and it just kind of threw me out. And especially in a day and an age where I can go to Netflix, I, I can go to binge. Hulu and just watch the entire. It's so Although, stupid. The rumors were that Netflix is going away from that model and that they have certain series that they're going to go to like a weekly format. I'm fine with that because that worked on Disney+. Plus. That's true. It's, yeah, you're right. Because they um, didn't do the fucking gap, right? They didn't yeah, do they, the, Yeah. That's it true. Was like when that's I, a good point. When I knew that uh, The Mandalorian was coming <laughs> yeah. out, it was there. I watched it. And I loved The Mandalorian. And I did yeah. not mind watching that. Sometimes I don't mind that because it's if I really get into something, I don't want to stop watching you know, it. Though you, you hit on something, though, because the thing with The Walking Dead was it wasn't – the problem was they would it'd be like, okay, October, we're going to premiere The Walking Dead. We're going to do six episodes. We're going to end it on a fucking cliffhanger mid-season in November. And then you're going to wait till like, February or some bullshit. Yeah. Whereas at least something like the, the format that – um, Disney's using, or I think Hulu may do it too. I'm not sure. Maybe Amazon is. 
It's like a traditional format, so you it's can like pull, just pull your um, that mic cable a little bit. Yeah, there way. you go. It's like a traditional format, so it's still like a weekly episode. So it's not like you're gonna hit fucking episode three and then you're gonna be like, oh, yeah, you gotta wait a fucking yeah. six months to get episodes four, five, and six. Like we're gonna give you six weeks of shows, and then at episode six, it's the end of the season. So like the Mandalorian at least has a fucking finale at the end. It ends at episode six. Yeah. And, yeah, like, you're still going to have to wait for new episodes in the fall, but we're not, like, sitting on a cliffhanger for fucking eight months or and something. If, so I've only watched mid-season Negan season. Yeah. I never even watched. So I said You didn't finish it? I never finished it. And my sister loves The Walking Dead. So I was like, yeah. all right, I've read the comics. Here's what happens. She's like, oh, yeah, that kind of happened. That kind of happened. I was like, what do you mean it kind of happened? <laughs> she's like, yeah, well, that kind of went that way, like with the Negan in the basement and, uh, you know, the people that he's he's trying to convince right. him to get out and then he gets loose and all this other stuff. And uh, I, and then I was like, did the whispers come in yet? You know, the people yep. that were the, you know, the zombies faces. Are, right? And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, they're in. And I'm like, oh, did they have the big party? Because in the comics, all three of the towns that, you know, like the one that Rick had and the one that uh, the king had mm-hmm. and then um, the one up on the hill. They all kind of merged together. They made pass, and they were yeah. trading. And then Carl went and lived and became like a like a weapons maker. They and fucking stuff. killed Carl off, man. The, all right, they killed Carl. <laughs> Apparently, this party thing never happened because the party thing in the comic was unbelievable. Because like ten of the main, it was like probably like eight of the main characters in the comics all get their heads cut off and put on pikes mm. during the party, and nobody sees them until they. And I'm like, that's amazing. No, it never happened. Mm. And I, I, I guess it sort of happened, but not with the main characters. Like, Are they really? They're making a movie, right? Aren't they making a Walking Dead movie with Rick in it? No, man. How is Rick going to be? He fucking left. I the know. entire comics are based off of Rick. I know. And now Rick's gone. Like, what do they? What? What? What do they have? I don't even want to know what they're doing now. Yeah. Like, it's insane. I'm and, glad I dropped when I did because, like, I could. When they hit, um, oh my god, what was it? So season four, I got halfway through. It's like when they hit, um, that fucking little town, that little community. That's where I fell off. I, I I remember like really liking the first half of season four, and then I got, I don't know, man. Like it, I just I could see it. I was like, ooh, this is not going to be. I mean, I see the interest. I see the reason people like it is because people love zombies and people love soap operas. Yeah, and it's so, it's a big soap it's, opera. Yeah. It's a big soap it opera is. based around zombies and. Mm-hmm. A lot of it has nothing to do with zombies. It's to do with the character. So I get the appeal. Which is fine. I mean, like, you but know, Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead are, like, mostly character stuff. Your but... your viewership, you should be aiming for the people who read your comics and are fans of your comics. Yeah, I think they should have stuck more closely to the storylines in the books. I agree with you. And yep. I, I get it because so- sometimes it bothers me if they follow... They're like, we're going to take this storyline and this comic, whether it's Batman, whether it's mm-hmm. Fly, whatever it is, and then there's like, they follow it to a T, and then there's like these two or three things they change, Ooh. and then I go, well, that's fucking stupid. Yep. And they did a lot of that with The Walking they Dead. They did a ton. Just, just like, they're like, oh, well, we're going to take, you know, this book and this book, we're going to change this, we're going to change well, that. even early on, like, they completely fucked up the governor's storyline. Oh, yeah. They fucked it up yeah. so bad, and it was like... All they had to do was follow it the way it was in the book, and it worked. They fucked it up, like to the point where they had to come back, like halfway through the season, and basically tell the story over again, so that they could tell the correct governor story. It's like, 
it it wasn't that fucking hard to make the governor, who was like one of the biggest villains in the series, right? They, yeah, they just fucked it up so bad. Like, not only that, just, Negan in the comics, I fucking love Negan. Yeah, in the I comics. know. I don't. I didn't get that far in the comics, but I know. Like, uh, he's unbelievable. He's just brutal, man. I know, and then I know. in the show, they kind of make him look like a pussy. They like, kind of did that with the governor, yeah. though. Like it's, it's the same like thing. it's like all of the governors. I mean, I don't know what happened because ha- I stopped halfway through because that that could really piss me off. Like all of his henchmen did all of his work, mm-hmm. and in the comics, no, he fucking did everything. Like he had his guys with him, but he would fucking brutally kill everybody. And then and and in the in the show, they're like, no, Rick's the badass. And it's like, no, in the comic, Rick gets the shit beat out of him constantly. He does, yeah. The the. The one thing I remembered about with the Rick storyline in the books, and they do it a little bit in the show. Like again, I only got through partly for, through season four. Is um, he yeah he's constantly like getting beat yeah. And then I remember it was like when he's on the road and those dudes are gonna rape Carl, and he, yeah yeah right. And yeah. he like disembowels somebody with his bare hands. I was like, all right, well that's his bare hand. His, yeah, like his bare yeah. hand, like that. <laughs> that's like fucking. That's yeah. hardcore. Fucking. Yeah. That's arc right there. That's him. And they did a little bit of it in the in the show, but they just they they just never pushed it far enough for me. Where I don't know, like yeah, the I Rick the Rick character in the show was just oh. yeah. I don't know why you got an antivirus popping up. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I no, I just I don't know why we got talking about Welcome Dead, but anyway, yeah, yeah, I, I I'm surprised it's still on. To be honest with you, me too. Well, the ratings dropped. Actually, I, I believe... The ratings the, have dropped significantly. I think the ratings... What's the other one called? Fear the Walking Fear Dead. Fear the Walking Dead. Does better, Dead, right? Does better than the Walking Dead. Because it's an original story. Yeah. So, like, you don't, you're not comparing it to a comic book. You're just, like, the bar is different because you don't have a storyline to follow. Oh, yeah. And my man, man. Gone in 60 seconds, bro. Sorry? What? Nicolas Cage. That's, oh, my, that, that's my that's my that's I want to see that uh, color out of space, man. Oh, yeah. I um, forgot he was in that. Holy shit. Yeah, he was in that. Yeah. Um, he's coming out with his own movie. Where he plays himself. Where he plays himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm really excited. This guy, he's like doing whatever he wants right now. I kind of respect it. Like, all right. So in real life, he's 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 legitimately fucking broke. Yeah. You know, he, but I think he paid off his debts, right? I think he paid back the tax stuff. Yeah, he paid the taxes. He paid back his debts, and then he I married. Think he did. Then he married some chick in like Las Vegas. That's right. Yeah, and that's right. He the next day, right. fucking divorced her, and that's um, right. he probably didn't have a prenup there, right? Uh, I have. I, do you even need one if it's an annulment? I don't know. Actually, maybe it, not. Yeah, there's you like probably a don't of time, because yeah. you got to prove that like that's your true. lifestyle's changed. Since you have to marriage. put in a period of time. Before yeah. You do, yeah. Um, but he's gonna be playing in his own movie himself yep. and i'm excited because like people hate nicholas cage right all right yeah. so um hellraiser right or, oh my god not fucking not <laughs> imagine nicholas cage and hellraiser It'd be oh, the best man. movie ever oh, man my god he would be um, um he'd definitely be frank yeah <laughs> <laughs> um no uh well god motorcycle fucking guy why am i drawing oh a oh comic oh, book? oh fucking the flaming head dude yeah ghost rider ghost rider yeah <clears throat> Ghost Rider, biggest piece of shit movie ever. Yeah. Oh, my God. Terrible fucking movie. Nicolas Cage makes me love it. Yeah, and you know what else he's yeah. really you know what else he's really good in that fucking is that movie, um, oh, my God, The Devil Something, where, like, he fucking, oh, my God. It's him and, like, this chick, and he's driving a, oh, my, what the fuck's it called? It's so good, oh. though, because he's in it. 
Um, do you know what I'm talking about? We're going to pull up. We're gonna, let, let's run through Nicolas Cage movies real quick. <laughs> His filmography? Yeah. It's Devil something. It's like Devil something. Oh, my God. I can't believe I've drawn a blank on this because the movie's such a blast. You got to oh. look up Nicolas Cage. You looked up Nick Cage. Yeah, because I know him. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Are, like I call him Nick. Tight. The fuck you spell Nicholas? C-H. C-H-O-L-A-S. O-L. A-S. The Nickel. I mean, oh. that's close. It should bring him up. Oh, there you go. There we go. <laughs> Let's see what he's been in. A lot. Oh, wait, what is, is this a movie called Nicolas Cage? This is a movie called Nicolas Cage. Oh, it's a biopic. You clicked on a movie fuck? called Nicolas Cage. And he's not even in you it. You need to go back. <laughs> what the fuck? You need to go down to actors, names, or whatever. Go down. They Dude. still didn't bring him up. You got to type that correct. Why? Because you is... wrote Nicolas Cage, so. C H O L A S space. C-A-G-E. There, there he is. Why is IMDb so goddamn difficult? I watched the end of Face Off the other day, too. It, all right, Face Off, not a good movie. So shitty. It's a bad, it's a bad movie. He's, it's a bad movie. Nicholas awesome Cage, it. awesome. So fucking, fucking awesome, awesome in it. <laughs> it's such a bad movie, though. Like, imagine, like, like I'm you. But I have to. You got to show up as me to your house and convince your wife. Just take my blood. I'll prove it no, to you. No, know no, what I <laughs> Think about it like this, right? Like Nicolas Cage and John Travolta's body types, like the shapes of their bodies, are completely different. Nicolas Cage. Oh yeah. Like yeah. thin. Like yeah. John Travolta, kind of husky, yet somehow they're both shaped the exact same way. Like it makes no sense. That movie is absurd, but he is so good in it. God, he what, is. Oh, Dev, what is it? Drive Angry. Drive Angry. Did you ever see Drive Angry? I think I've seen Drive Angry. Oh, my God. You need to see Drive Angry. I've seen 8mm. I've seen uh, Bringing Out the Dead. Gone Because Gone in 60 Seconds is one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. People hate that movie. It's I've not a good movie. I fucking love Gone in 60 Seconds. He was in Captain Corelli's Mandolin. Oh, my God. Gone in 60 Seconds is that movie for me where, like, you're folding laundry or you're doing some stupid shit. I just I put on Gone in it's, it's one of those movies I just put on. Con Air. It's a fun movie. Oh, I fucking love Con Air. Mm-hmm. Con Air is great. Wind Talkers. Wind Talkers is amazing, wind, dude. Yeah. There is a scene in Wind Talkers. Is, yeah, it's Wind Talkers yep. where there's a sniper, right? And the sniper sees another sniper. And uh-huh. he shoots the sniper's scope and then through his fucking eyebrow. Great movie. That's, Matchstick Man is also. Wind Talkers is the one where Nicolas Cage is the soldier, and then they bring on um, like Hawaiian guys that can translate to Japanese, so they can talk. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know yeah, 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 movie yeah. yeah. Oh, it's amazing! It's amazing. I love Wind Talkers. Matchstick Man is good. Matchstick Man is good. I don't know. Uh, oh, oh, the yeah. Wicker Man. It, that's Ghost bad. Rider. But <laughs> Ghost Rider, yeah. What the Wicker Man? It's bad. Oh, it's a bad movie, but Nicolas Cage is in it, dude. <laughs> I'll watch that shit again right now. The original Wicker Man's good. Wait, he was in Grindhouse? <laughs> he played Fu Manchu, yeah, in the trailer. He was in the Rob Zombie trailer. Oh, oh okay, yeah. The best thing Rob Zombie's ever done, maybe, is that trailer. Um, oh, yeah, he was in Kick-Ass. He's so good in Kick-Ass. Remember, he's Big Daddy? Oh, that's right, see? Oh, my God, he's and so Kick-Ass good. And Kick-Ass is a good movie. 
Drive Angry. There it is. Drive Angry is so fucking good. If you haven't, seen, you need to see that movie. Drive Angry. You need to watch that movie. No yeah. joke. You need to watch that movie if you haven't seen it. I don't think I've seen this. I have never seen this. You see, a vengeful father escapes from hell and chases after the man who killed his daughter. I'm gonna check that out. You should check it out. I'll You're watch. gonna like it. I'll I watch guarantee you're going to like that movie. Even Roger Ebert liked that movie. And Roger Ebert didn't like a lot of movies like that. Yeah, look at his fucking weird filmography. I and know, this is like so these many. now, like these are those are the years where he had to pay back all that tax money. Oh yeah, because now you're in 2014. Where he was just doing fucking and, wild. Yeah. Just he was doing everything. That movie, Mom and Dad, was supposed to be good too. I didn't see it. Mandy. Mandy. Man. We both saw Mandy. I re- actually recommend Mandy. It was... <laughs> yeah, it's weird, but it's so good. Take fucking acid and watch Mandy. Yeah, that you need. Yeah, you need to be in the right frame of mind. I mean, he's done a lot of voice work, man. Yeah. Video games. And I want to see Colorado Space. All right, look at he's so he's got ten double zero in pre production. He's got the Cruds two. Oh, he's a voice film. He's a voice in the Cruds. Yeah. Wally's Wonderland post production. Like literally right now, you could hire Nick Cage for a day, and he would just come do your movie. Yeah, look, he's got. Four, five movies scheduled for 2020. Yeah. Six. Six yeah. movies. Nick Cage right now. So Nick Cage was a, 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 a mediocre actor who was really good at everything he did. <laughs> and now, for the past, let's say, eight years, he's the Danny Trejo of movies. Actually, one of his movies was on that trailer compilation, and it made it onto my watch list. I've never seen it. It was called, um, oh, my God. It's the one where he thinks he's a vampire. I can't think. Of, it's really early on. But I'm going to watch that one pretty soon, too. He was not in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Says he was. I bet he was. It's probably... Be- oh, a voice. Yeah, it, it's it's an animated movie, isn't it? I never saw it, but people liked it. That's Into the, the animated Spider-Verse one. wasn't animated. Yeah, isn't that the animated that one? Was, oh, oh, fuck. I'm thinking of Homecoming. Or, no, no, no. Uh, this I'm, is... I haven't seen it, but I... Could people have said liked that. It. People it's liked fine. it, but... Yeah. Yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah, no, right. I haven't seen it, but uh, I heard it's really good. Okay, that makes sense then. Because I was thinking of the one that we were just talking about. He was not in there. Far no. away from home. Definitely no. not in that. He was definitely not in that. Dude, imagine Nicolas Cage at fucking Spider-Man. Well, he was the voice of Superman in T-Titans Go. All right. Nicolas Cage is fucking Spider-Man. Or Superman. Robert Downey Jr. Superman, is Iron Man. Sorry, he was Superman in T-Titans Go. I could see Nicolas. Wasn't Nicolas Cage fucking cast as Superman at one point? Remember that? I think he was actually. He was yeah. in the Kevin Smith Superman. Yeah, Nicholas Cage is awesome, man. <laughs> I like Nicholas Cage. All right, now we're off Nicholas Cage. This is like a weird rambling of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. There is not a whole lot. Uh, Halloween Kills. That was actually filmed right by my cousin's house I still in Wilmington. Think it's a shitty title for a movie, though. Oh, for it, yeah. But yeah. the test screenings apparently went well. Let's see. The CW, bro. You know what they're doing? What are they doing? Oh, man. They're going to start Nick Cage. (laughs) (laughs) So the CW is bringing back a TV series of The Lost Boys. Mm. It's a Lost Boys reboot on the CW. (laughs) Right. A reboot that was... (laughs) So there was already a reboot planned, a TV series... That wasn't good, I guess, so they canceled that, and now they're going to reboot it again and try again, because it actually says that, and that's on here, um, so they had a reboot 
in production or whatever, and it sucked, so they canceled it and started over again. And now they're um, – here's what I find interesting about this this article. So this is on Paste. So I was reading through this, and um, so CW Lost Boys uh, – the new Lost Boys reboot has found its home on the CW. The pilot from Heather Mitchell and Rob Thomas will adapt the 1987 film of the same name that helped fuel the whole sexy vampire trope, a la Twilight or Buffy. I don't know if that's necessarily true. Um, the sexy vampire thing, maybe, right? So, uh, so they're so they're, they're basically saying that the Lost Boys helped make Twilight. Yeah, and I don't know if I agree. Yeah, with no, that. no, no. Like I, that. I get no. that. <laughs> The whole thing that, like, oh, the Lost Boys were brought on to Sexy Vampires, like, you can go back much further than the Lost Boys. He, like, even even Fright Night, like, Jerry Dandridge in yeah. Fright Night is, like, a, he's a, he's a, he seduces women, right? Like, that's all the way back to, like, fucking Lugosi. His whole thing is that he's seductive. Like, he seduces women Vampires have always been considered sexy. That's like their fucking thing. I don't but, think it's fair to say that the Lost Boys influenced Twilight because of a sex. That's not. No, no, no. Like the Lost Boys and Twilight are not the same thing. Maybe because there's teenagers involved. But outside of that, I'm, they're completely different movies. Completely what, different movies. Were the Lost Boys like sexy vampires? I think they are to women. Really? Yeah. I We're guess. not women, but I'm pretty sure women look at the Lost Boys and kind of want to fuck them. They just look like like rock stars, or like, you know, like a rocker. Like what do and and women want to fuck rock stars? My God, you ever been to a Motley Crue concert? You ever seen the number of women that show their tits at a Motley Crue concert? Have you seen them today? Yeah, but it yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> they still want to fuck the Lost Boys. Oh my like God. It, it I is, guess. I guess it yeah. is true. Like. If you there's a huge demographic that love the Lost Boys that are women, and it's because they find them attractive. Like I, I'm pretty. But sure. this here says like. But I don't think that the Lost Boys is and Twilight are comparable, really, outside of like teenage vampires. That's about as far. You can't as it even gets. you can't compare the Lost Boys to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You can't even compare. I agree with you. I think no. they're different. I don't know. I mean, they're, I guess they're both comedies in a way. But I guess if you really wanted to compare something, maybe. It might be a slight stretch, but you're talking like the Lost Boys and John Carpenter's vampires, mm. similar because they were kind of like. Man, I still rock- think the Lost Boys is is is. But the Lost Boys is kind of its own. It's- I think Fright Night had a ton of influence on the Lost yeah. Boys. Personally, I do. I think like Fright Night had a a, a vampire who was like cons- he's supposed to be like sexy, seducing women. He turns a young boy into a vampire. Like I think that there are overlaps to Fright Night. You can start to draw lines of even like the comedic elements that are in Fright Night that are in Lost Boys. I think Lost Boys is more influenced by that, and therefore, if you were going to say anything, you'd say that they're influenced by Fright Night. But um, nah, I don't. It's this is a weird article. Like, yeah, it's a stretch, man. But the question is now: the real question is, can the CW make a Lost Boys series? It's worth watching. You said you watched yeah. The Flash on I CW. Watch, I watch quite a few things. So you do. I, I watch, You're a big CW fan. Yeah, I watch a lot of stuff in the CW, a lot. And I'll <laughs> watch it because I am interested in that particular thing. You know, yep. you have, um, you know, you got The Flash, you have Arrow. I don't watch Supergirl, but that's on there. Yep. Um, Legends of Tomorrow I like. I watch it because I like that stuff. But like I said, it's very soap opera-ish. And sometimes that bothers me. But because I like it, 
I'll watch it. But if you take the Lost Boys, who are, like we just said, young, heart-throbbing, rock-star-type vampires, and you turn this into a soap opera, it ain't going to fucking work. I don't think it's going to work. You're going you're, you're to hit a very small demographic of maybe younger girls or girls who are in the Twilight and stuff, and that's all you're going to hit, and you're going to run a season and be done. I, don't, I just don't think the Lost Boys, I think they're going to have a hard time turning that into a series. The story's pretty self-contained. Yeah. Like, um, and it works. The movie holds up. It totally holds up. But could you imagine, like, ten episodes of that? Like, what are you going to do? I mean, you're going to have to focus on ten the relationship. E- ten, ten episodes is the fucking movie. You're going you know, like, to end up focusing on, yeah, like, deeper relationships between um, uh, the brother, what's his Mike, and the girl. And it's going to be, like, maybe the Frog Brothers and... Excuse me. Oof. It's gonna um, be like a weird vegan version because it's modern day. I'm gonna be like, well, that's the thing is in Twilight they didn't drink blood, right? What's you're you're eating tofu, Michael. Didn't they not drink blood in Twilight? No, they didn't. No, no. The the whole thing. I never actually watched it, but from what I understand is, um, they were like, um, trying to not drink blood. Right. Yeah. Which is one random. F- it's like. Yeah, it's flying around me. Dude, dude. it's 22 degrees outside. What the fuck is a little I don't know. They should all be dead, right? Um, Yeah, their whole thing was like they didn't want to hurt people. Which is the opposite of Lost Boys. That's why like the influence to me is very, very thin. What the fuck did they eat on Twilight? I don't know. Like lettuce. Did they? Let me. I'm going to. I don't know. I I can tell I never saw a Twilight movie. My wife liked them, though. Um, Yeah. Oh, she's she was in love with them. Yeah. Like. Uh, what did they eat on Twilight? Um, but yeah, no, you're you're right. I mean, over the course of a season, the Lost gonna, Boys over ten episodes. Is, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be stretching. They couldn't it. even successfully make three movies. I mean, they made the sequels, and the sequels aren't that good. There's just not much there. I just I don't know. How the fuck you spell Twilight? You have to really care. T W I L I G H T. You have to really care about the relationships between the characters. Nice. Yeah, I mean, you're you're. I I can almost guarantee you the first like four episodes are going to be uh, Michael and his family. You know, Michael, his brother, all them, and him meeting the girl. Him, yeah, they're going to build a relationship. Summer, whatever her name is, yeah. and you're probably going to get cuts to the vampire, so you can kind of understand what they are. But then you're going to have a four episode stretch of just you know vampires and Michael in and out, and then the rest of it's going to and it's, you're going to then the you, finale is going to be the Frog Brothers, right? Yeah, yeah, you're you're just you're going to stretch it out so mm-hmm. far, it's not going to make any sense. But the the original Lost Boys does hold up. I've watched it recently. Oh yeah, it, I've watched yeah. it in the last two years, and it totally holds up. So, so, so yeah, I guess uh, CW. There you go. Not a lot of faith there. Going from the CW to Sci-Fi, bro. Sci-Fi Channel. S Y F Y. What? Uh, what's going on over the Sci-Fi Channel? You making a Day of the Dead series? Day of the Dead. George Romero's Day of the Dead. The zombie movie Day of the Dead in sci-fi. Yes. The, um, you know, it's interesting because uh, it is the one that you would think would be least likely to be turned into a series. And least likely on sci-fi. And least likely on sci-fi. <laughs> but here's what this article says from Deadline. Sci-fi has given a 10-episode straight-to-series order to Day of the Dead based on Romero's classic zombie film from Cartel Entertainment, um, which produced Creepshow, by the way. Um, the Day of the Dead Order follows a straight-to-series pickup by sci-fi of another classical movie titled Chucky as the network continues to expand its slate. Wait, 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 wait,
Okay, wait. Is... I got a question. Okay, so let's just stop for a second. So Sci-Fi is making this Child's Play series, right? Yep. Is this Deadline article saying that the original Child's Play movie was called Chucky? Or are they saying the new series is called Chucky? A Day of the Dead or a short series to pick up a Sci-Fi and other classic horror title, Chucky? Because it wasn't that... Slayers of the Horror Genre, Sci-Fi is right There was never a movie called Chucky, ever. No. Is that the name of the series? Because if it's not, then I can't trust this article at all because I don't even know Sci-fi what it's called. Sci-Fi has given a 10 episode trace series <laughs> a deadline. Maybe it's called Chucky. Yeah, could you imagine if we movie. got... Imagine this, right? The Day of the Dead order follows the straight-to-series pickup yeah, so by they make Sci-Fi it. of another horror classic movie title, Chucky. There is no movie called Chucky, though. A sci- of another classic, yeah. Doesn't it sound like they think that it's called Chucky the movie? Don't they think the movie's called Chucky? As the network continues to explain its slate into the horror genre. The, could you imagine if this article couldn't even get the name of the movie right? Is there a movie called Chucky? No. No, but no I'm, I'm just saying maybe not a child's play. <laughs> like, is there, <laughs> is there another movie called Chucky? I don't think there's a movie called Chucky. I'm trying to figure out now if this series is called Chucky and it's just a weird, it's just written poorly. Like, maybe I need to get a fucking job at Deadline so that I can write it. Yeah, it's called Chucky. The TV show? Yeah, that's kind of stupid, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's called Chucky. Because doesn't, doesn't that sound like, like an 80s sitcom? Like, imagine if we got a series called Chucky. And it's just like an 80s-style sitcom with Chucky the doll. It's funny because one of the questions is, what order should I watch the Chucky movies? (laughs) And then it's Child's Play, Child's Play. (laughs) (laughs) In the order they were released. Um, (coughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, I have no idea. So their their version... The series is going to be called Chucky. Yeah, I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying right now. The sci-fi... TV show is going to be called Chucky. Got it now. Okay. Got it. Okay. Got it. Could you imagine if it was like a fucking like, like a sitcom style show called Chucky, where it's just like a thirty minutes with a laugh track, and it's like Chucky living with like Andy Barkley and the family, and it had one of those like uh, remember like eighties shows intros where it explained the yes. entire show for yes. a minute and a half, <laughs> yes. and it was just a real catchy tune. It was just with Chucky a song Mark. and everything. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be so amazing. How awesome would it? Because like when you call a show Chucky, it kind of sounds like that. Like why would you call it Child's Play? You think they they probably didn't have the fucking rights to Child's Play? They had to call it Chucky. How much do you want to bet that they didn't have the fucking rights to Child's Play, so they had to call it Chucky? Because Don Mancini, who's making this series, couldn't get the fucking rights to the name of the movie. Yeah, because it's owned by Universal, so he had to call it fucking Chucky. It doesn't even look like like a, like a child's play doll. I, I so fucking hope it does. I hope it looks. Oh, like... uh, it'd be so fucking great. Uh, anyway, the the day the I just dead want a really. Scene. I just want like a real catchy tune where like Chucky's just kind of dancing through like rooms and you know like. Well, have you ever heard the child's play theme song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like one of those. No, like the real one where it's like the dude singing about Chucky. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like a fucking like actual chucky song like it's about chucky <laughs> uh so uh i got confirmation uh in twilight they do not eat people they eat w- all she wrote was wildlife like deer yeah it's not the lost boys man lost boys eat people um 
Anyway, so they're making a Day of the Dead series, uh, which will be interesting. But no, this, you're right. This article is wrong because this is a classic horror movie titled Chucky. Yeah, uh, it's their, just their title poor, is Chucky. It's poorly written. Yeah. Yes. Poorly written. Um, I'm guessing the person that wrote it didn't know. Uh, so what do you think of a Day of the Dead TV series, though? Uh, so the person that it's two people, Nellie and Denise. Y'all don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It is from the producer of the Creepshow series, which I thought was pretty good. See, here's here's like the weird thing is like we were talking earlier about like sci-fi and how they've completely gone. The difference between S-Y-F-Y and S-C-I-F-I. Yeah, they have gone. I mean, granted, I love the Sharknado movies. Like, like I'm so fascinated how somebody can make something. I actually like a lot of those stupid fucking movies. Yeah, they're fucking dumb and Mm -hmm. they're great. That's fine. When you say Sharknado or um, Sharktopus, I expect it to right, be right. bad. Yep. But when you say, hey, I'm making a Day of the Dead, I know. I don't expect it to be like we're, that. I don't expect gonna, it to be shot in 20 adapt days. George Romero. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't expect it to be like that. So if you're going to make a shitty version of the Day of the Dead, just don't do it. I know. Just don't fucking do it. I agree. Yeah. I don't. I'll. I, I gotta say though, I'm curious if it actually gets done. If they actually get it made, I'm I'm probably gonna watch it because I am curious. Not only that, zombie movies, especially the Day of the Dead type of zombies, that's gonna be tough to do on TV because you 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 need mm. a lot of gore. Yeah, true. <laughs> that movie is really violent. Yeah, yeah. It's, you you're it's gonna incredibly violent. Yeah. You're you're, you're right. gonna you're gonna need a uh, something just under an R to to you're get right. that to pass. Yeah, yeah. I mean that yeah. that first movie was bar- wasn't even rated. I think it was unrated because like. It was so violent. Like the yeah, sensors. but that was kind of like the rating system that quite didn't exist the way it does now. Yeah, but they but, still had an R rating. I think. Yeah, you know, Romero was just like. Now, if you say fuck two you. fucks, it's rated R. That's true. You, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can't so, say more than one fuck. Um. So yeah, they're 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 really gonna have to figure that one out to to catch my attention. I don't know. We'll see. And then uh, we were gonna talk a little bit about this movie. It's actually already out. Yeah. But um. <laughs> VFW. The v- yeah, VFW. I was actually reading something else at that point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you actually showed me this trailer, and then we found out that it was actually already released on the 15th of February. Uh, it looks absolutely amazing. Um, a group of war veterans. So the, the plot is a group of war veterans have to defend the VFW um, from a deranged drug dealer and their relentless army of punk mutants. And uh, it has a ver- at least from the trailer has a nice eighties vibe, like an assault on precinct thirteen or a seventies yeah, technically. Yeah, yeah. Um tenement, uh those kind of like siege movies from yeah. the late seventies to the early to mid eighties, where you had like these punk kind of gangs attacking, you know, a building or whatever and people inside trying to defend it. Uh Looks like a ton of fun. It's got this really interesting cast of Fred Williamson, Martin Cove, William Sadler, George Went from Cheers is in this thing. Um, it just looks like a ton of fun to me. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's going to live up to the trailer, but I hope it does. It's got a great cast. Um, trailer looks great. You know, like you said, it's kind of got that eighties does yeah. uh, survival feel to it. Yep, and it looks like a lot of fun. So, uh, well, we're gonna. I'm gonna. Actually, we should probably maybe watch watch it, maybe for the next show or something. 
We maybe, could, yeah, it's out there. Maybe a upcoming show very maybe soon. Maybe Shutter will get it. Yeah, I'm sure something uh, Shutter would definitely pick up something like that. I think it would pick up eventually. Probably not uh, right Let's away, see. but I'm look it up. Shutter VFW. Let's Google this shit. Oh, and by the way, if you guys want to watch a five-year-old movie on IMDb, it's available apparently <laughs> all over my screen. Yeah, I know. You can so get IMDb annoying. TV. You can watch Blade Runner 2049. That's worth the price of IMDb. Oh, it says no subscription. No, yeah, no, it it's free. no subscription required. That's why they're advertising it halfway on my screen. Yeah, I don't know if... Uh, it's the kind of movie Shutter would get, though. I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if they picked up the streaming. Yeah, no, it's but... probably readily available. So Definitely is. We'll figure that out at some point. We um, can watch that and, like... Um, like some other like siege movie from the eighties, there's so many of them. Like we've watched a lot of them, but we could like pair something like that up with like um, like a counterpart, you know, like something that's like it from the seventies or the eighties. Oh yeah, yeah, and there's plenty out there. There really are. Yeah, yeah. there's there's plenty. Um, why did I just like I just remembered actually. Uh, what the fuck was a movie we watched where the guy ran through the desert? Cop Killers. Oh Remember Cop Killers. Cop Killers is amazing. God. Shittiest movie you'll ever watch. Wow. Fucking amazing. That was a really early episode from us. Yeah, that was good. that was good. It's very similar to that too. Yeah, yeah. looks like it anyway. But... So um, yeah, we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna come back with Rob Zombies. <laughs> Rob Zombies Three from Hell. Yeah, and One Cut of the Dead. Yep. Some kind of evidence. Some kind of reason why. Ready. Ready. Oh, wait, what are we doing first? That's up to you. I'll let, I'll let you pick. Well. I say we do uh, One Cut of the Dead first. Yeah, I think I think so. That. I think we're going to have more to say about Three from Hell. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, let's do One Cut of the Dead. All right. And, and uh, a disclaimer here. We're, I'm going to read the subtitles on the screen so that everyone can know. Yeah. So, um, Adam's definitely a faster reader than me. So we're going <laughs> to. Because this entire trailer is in uh, Japanese. Yep. So, so I'm going to act here, okay? Ready? You ready? <laughs> Holy cow! Just like this movie, marvelously invented. You could be an actor. 100% Rotten Tomatoes. What are you doing? This is filmmaking. You're insane. Keep on shooting. Keep it rolling. Wait! The best zombie comedy since Shaun of the Dead. I'm getting excited. One of the most entertaining films of the year. Director, what's next? So realistic. The perfect bloody mashup for comedy.
Oh shit, no, no. One cut of the dead. Let go, get off, get off. Coming soon. You know what's weird is... One take, no cuts, with one camera from start to finish. What an absurd idea. That's funny. You know what's weird is... I never noticed this before. <clears throat> so I'm actually watching it. I have a laptop in front of me. Uh, and and the laptop is linked to a screen in front of Adam. Your screen looks way better than mine. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, wonder why that is. Look how like uh, mm. like dark my screen is. Like, yeah, yours it is. is like all colorful and looks good. It's nice and bright. Yeah, yeah mine looks like crap. Huh. I got a fucking $2,000 laptop, and you got a $20 screen. Mine looks great, man. That's the way it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Uh, I never noticed it before. My screen is a Hans G. I don't know, man. It just looks way better. It's a Hans like G. The girl in that and the and, and the clip that it wants to play next for that trailer. Yep. Like look at the yellow look little at the, monsters. Look yeah. at the yellow on her shirt compared to the yellow in here. Yeah, I know. Don't know what to tell you, man. Fucking pimping over there. I'm over here with this. It's one of those look at how old school that screen is too. It's yeah, not even like widescreen. No, it's that's a older screen that yeah. I had that I popped over there for you so we could see the same thing and looks good. I don't know why. Mine just looks like crap. I just noticed that. <laughs> I mean, look how white YouTube, the background YouTube looks and mine that's how looks, it's supposed to be. Mine looks like I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. All right. So that was uh Adam one, one reading cut one cut from the dead. How did I do? You did actually pretty good. All right. Um I think that you could probably actually translate the whole movie. In English, should, and you could do every voice. You should do a voice where I dub over the entire fucking movie. But it's movie. just you through the whole just movie. Just me. Just you. There's, no, <laughs> <laughs> there's nobody else. Um, nobody else. Oh, why known as the trailer. We don't um, have time for that yet. Yeah. So, One Cut of the Dead. So, you want to tell them a little bit about it? Yeah. Um, so, do we have a trailer? Uh, uh, sorry, a plot here? Because... Um, let me let me read. Let me start with a plot. We're gonna get spoiler heavy in this episode, I think. Yeah. So, so if, if you, you haven't seen this yet, there's really no way to talk about this without. Yeah, and it's it, the so. kind of movie where the spoilers do matter. I think so. Yeah. Um. So the plot on IMDb says things go badly for a hack directly director and film crew shooting a low budget zombie movie in an abandoned World War II Japanese facility when they are attacked by real zombies. So. I think I want to let you know. Let me know what you think, but um, <clears throat> I want to go through this movie sort of like be at, from the beginning because I had like reactions right from the beginning, and then of course there's things that happen at the thirty forty minute mark that then change everything that you're yeah, watching. Yeah, I had the same thing happen to me. So like from the beginning, my initial reactions were um, like it starts off and there's like a director and he's an asshole and he's berating his uh, actors and within like 10 minutes it's just full-fledged action non-stop zombies attacking actors on a set yeah. um, and it's a single take so it's like uh, so 37 minutes it says yeah. of one take the first 37 first 37 minutes of this film is one take yes never cuts constantly records and it kind of it mainly follows the very small cast that it has, mm-hmm. and then 
it kind of goes haywire from there. So you have this asshole director who's just yep. trying to get it right. And right. He does some weird voodoo thing. Where yeah, he performs a blood ritual where he like draws like a pentagram and blood on top of a building, and that brings zombies back. Yeah, so basically <laughs> the people uh, within this film turn into zombies. That's right, and he's yep. um like his own cast. Like the, that's the, right. The he's not guy. happy with the performance of his cast, and he's not happy with the way the movie's going. He wants a hit movie that looks real. So he brings real zombies, and the first 40 minutes of this movie are literally a single take of this film crew being attacked by zombies. And it's funny, it's bloody, it's super well fucking paced. Like, I had yeah. put down, I wrote down that um, 10 minutes, it's 10 minutes into the movie, and there's zombies. Like, that's unheard of. Like, most movies do not work that quickly like you'd have to wait a period of time before the action really kicks in it's literally the 10 minute mark yep and then i said by 20 minutes like 20 well, minutes the 10 minute mark is where the dude gets his arm cut off and thrown in that's the right door. Yeah. so within 10 minutes you have full carnage and then because of the single take structure it goes and goes and it never stops because it's not the kind of movie where it's like single take where people are sitting around talking it's single take where like Zombies attack, people run. Zombies attack, people run. Zombies attack, people run. And, like, everybody's just very quickly killed off. And there's a ton of humor in it, too. Like, so, the director, like, like there's a scene where he, well, like, a door opens, and he has a zombie, and he throws the zombie into the warehouse, and he just shouts, action. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you know so I mean? much. And he just starts shooting as the zombie is attacking everybody, because all he wants to do is get a great movie. He tells the cameraman who's shooting, like, the single take to, like, continue shooting no matter what. There's another scene where he, like, jumps out of, like, a little shed. Yep. And he yells, action. Like, he just keeps popping out everywhere yelling action. And it's, like, there's something about that that I found really, really, I don't know, this worked really well. Like, he's he's funny. Um, there's, like, even the zombies are funny. Like, the entire, like, the first 30, 40 minutes of this are super humorous. It works really quick. It's shot really well, and um, you believe all of it, right? Like you're, yeah, yeah. So like my my impression when I because when, uh, I've actually seen this going on three times now, but the first time I watched it, I did not expect what happens after that forty minute mark. Yeah. So you get um, basically it starts off with them starting to film a movie. The director's being an asshole because the actress isn't working right. <laughs> right. This other dude is trying to comfort her. <laughs> Then shit just starts going haywire. He disappears completely. Yep. Like, the director's just gone. And that's his moment where he goes off. You find out later and does the blood ritual. Then you have, like, one guy, his arm gets cut off. He becomes a zombie. They, the arm comes to the door. I mean, and shit is just going nuts. And then you get to a point where you're like, this is really happening. Like, that's what yeah. I thought. I was like, this is real. Like, this is actually This what's... is the movie, yeah. This is the movie. I absolutely enjoyed it. I was like, this is great. I was having a blast, too. Yeah. And then it gets to a point where you find out everything you just watched never actually happened. It was a movie. It was an actual movie. You were watching a movie. Yep. And then you cut back to, like, a couple months prior, or whatever it is, to them planning to make the movie that you just watched 
And there's a director who is basically tasked, he's hired by this new network, this new zombie channel, to direct a one-take movie, like a 30, 40-minute movie, um, a zombie movie. And uh, the next sort of 30, 40 minutes is him pulling that movie together, hiring a cast, writing a script. And uh, you are taken completely out of the first part of the movie – which is it's no longer a zombie movie now, right? It's like a it's nope. a comedy about making a movie, and it's a little jarring at first. And I could see, I I, I remember seeing people online um, complaining about that a bit because like it is jarring. Like you go from a zombie movie to now you're not in a horror movie anymore, and now you're no, in no, a so so essentially now you're in like Spinal Tap kind. Of, you're in something like that. The actual movie itself, the actual filming of the movie that you're watching is only about 37 minutes long. Yep. And then it goes to very short part of them getting the cast, mm-hmm. um, putting it all together, writing and, the script. And the assembly of the cast is really good. Like, they have this whole, um, like, table reading part. Yep. And there's, like, there's <laughs> you meet, like, the... Um, like the little like pop star guy, like he's not a pop. He, yeah, like, and his the, daughter's obsessed with him. Yeah, and his yeah. daughter's like the director's daughter's obsessed with the male actor. There's a female like pop star singer who um, her agents won't allow her to have certain things done. Yeah, there's another actor who's drunk all the time. It's all he ever does is drink. There's another guy who's constantly getting like he has like diarrhea all the time. So he has like a very yeah. specific <laughs> diet. Yeah. Um, you have a cameraman who's a complete dickhead and he has like a, uh, an assistant who he won't let do anything. Um, so like you set up all and, and these the characters, wife, like the dude's wife yeah, is a dude's method w- actor. Yeah. So like yeah. she, um, she doesn't act anymore cause she gets so deep into her roles that she, she gets lost in them so that she can't be controlled anymore. And this is all set up, um, to the last part of the movie, which is when they film the movie that you watch at the beginning. So you literally watch the movie you just watched. You, you watch, watch it again, again from behind the scenes. Yeah, from the perspective of the filmmakers. Yep. And you, now all these like it's like there's all these little things now that are they're they're so great. So I was saying to you earlier. So like there's a zombie that gets drunk, right? There's a guy he's playing a zombie mm-hmm. and he gets drunk, like fucking smash. He can't yep. even walk. And he does a weird kung fu shit. Yeah, and he does a weird (laughs) kung fu shit. But in the first 37 minutes, that zombie vomits on somebody's face. And there's like a realism to that. You're like, oh my god. But he throws up on his face because he's fucking hammered on sake. And he actually threw up on this guy's face. And he can't walk because he's drunk. But because he's so drunk and can't walk, he actually looks like a zombie. Because, you know what I mean? There's like these little things like that. Like... There's, I was saying, like, there's mistakes that happen. Like, the cameraman, um, he talks about early on how his back hurts when he does handheld stuff. And this whole thing is shot handheld. And at one point in the movie, when he's shooting it, he pulls his back out and he falls on the ground. And the camera, like, falls on the ground and sits there. And the whole thing is, like, that that's not actually supposed to happen. Like, that's not part of the production. But it works because it looks real because he actually fell down. Yeah. So there's like all these little things that happen, like, but that- like that that part is so good because when you first see it in the first 37 minutes, when you first see it, the camera falls, 
All you see is the zombie and the girl fighting the right. zombie. Yeah, and the camera's stationary on the ground. But then when you see it from behind the <laughs> scenes, you actually see that the dude actually pulled his back, fell down, right. <laughs> and has been on the ground the whole time. Yes. Like <laughs> And you see like the the drunk dude like that, um the director's holding him up. Yeah, yeah. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, like, that's right, yeah. Like there's things yeah. like that that like the camera cuts all that stuff out and you don't see it in the first thirty seven minutes, so it all looks legit. But then you see like all this behind the scenes stuff, you're like, Oh my god, that makes that actually makes sense. And there's scenes where <coughs> where like they tell the cast to improvise because there's something going like that dude is having diarrhea out on the side. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, um, you need to improvise and they start doing like the the martial arts moves where she like yeah. breaks out of the holds. Yeah. All that, and, but it all works in the first part of the movie because it feels real. Like, it feels like that's probably what you would do if you were just kind of, like, standing around with nothing to do. They were literally were standing around with nothing to do, so they improvised it, and it it all, like, in hindsight, when you watch it, like, oh, my God, it worked because of all these mistakes that were happening behind the scenes that you didn't know about when you were watching it. Um I just, I mean, it's so, the thing is so smart. Yeah. Like, that's what gets me is that it's so fucking smart. It's well written. Uh, like, all those little things that happen, all, you see all of it from behind the scenes and all of it works. It's great. Oh, yeah. No, and it's weird. Like, we were talking about it. When you, when you first watch it, you're watching it for what it is. But when you watch it a second or a yeah, third yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now the entire time you're watching that one cut, yep. you're constantly thinking about what you already know is ha- like all that stuff that's behind the, of scenes. the future part of the movie. Mm-hmm. The entire time you're watching it, and it's pretty impressive, man. It, yeah, it's, it's really good. impressive. Yeah, like at the like, I love the part where um, <clears throat> they were supposed to have a camera boom, but the camera boom broke or whatever. Yep. I forget exactly what happened. It broke. Yeah. So yeah. instead of that, they just made a giant human pyramid right. on each other's backs, so they could get, <laughs> so they could get that angle of the camera. Because if not, they couldn't get it. Um, and there's also a scene like later, like near the end of the. So in the first 37 minutes, the the girl, she's like the heroine, goes back up on the roof, and the the wife that had been killed stands up. You remember that part? Oh, yeah, and they're like, freeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, but in the first 37 minutes, you're like, oh, well, okay, that's fine. She stood up because, like, you just kind of accept it as part of, like, the zombie yeah. horror movie. Yeah. But you realize in the last 40 minutes of the movie that she wasn't supposed to do that. She just was fucking out of her mind doing method acting, and they were just like, <laughs> like, they just basically take her down. So she stands up, and they're just oh, like, oh, yeah, that part. You know what yeah, I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Because she's supposed to be dead. And it it plays completely like in the first part of the movie. It you don't question it at all. No. And in the end of the movie, you're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. She she never. Why would she ever stand up? Yeah. It doesn't actually make any sense. But the first time you watch it, you don't question it. It's it's like things like that. Yeah, it's, and it's like the other scene on the roof that I thought that that we were going with it when. He actually when he tells her to pause, yeah, that's really good. And it's only because the people in the background are trying to get the next scene going, but trying to set everything up, trying to set everything up. (laughs) So it's just like a weird freeze, and then you're like, "What's happening?" But it's not until you see the behind the scenes of why that's happening. When you watch it again, you're like, "Oh my god!" Like it's fucking amazing. Yeah, it is because when you watch it the first time, you're like, "Well, maybe it's just poor filmmaking." Like she's sitting there screaming for like two minutes straight, whatever it is. She just keeps screaming and screaming and screaming. Like, oh, they're just, you know, they, they don't want to cut away, whatever. 
And then you watch again, and you're like, oh, it's because they were trying to set the shot up. Like, that's why they could, yeah. they, had to, they had to make her keep screaming. It's, There's it's, all these little moments that work like that. It's great. Super amazing. I, super I really amazing. like this movie. Oh, me too, yeah. So, like I said to you, I had watched it, and I texted you, yeah, we, we should watch this for the show. And yep. then I wound up watching just over the 40-minute mark the second time. And then, um, so I never actually finished it. And then I started to rewatch it just before you got here today. So I actually absolutely enjoy this so much. And it's like one of those weird things where if you're not in the subtitle movies, I don't think it really matters. I, I, I don't, you honestly probably don't even need to worry. It words. definitely won't affect the first and third acts. No, not the at all. middle part of the movie it probably does. Cause yeah, yeah, there's a lot of dialogue. There's a lot of yeah. dialogue, but in the first third, like that first original, like first original cut or whatever, the 37 minutes, and then the final 37, 40 minutes, the dialogue doesn't matter. No, like, it, it actually doesn't matter. So, <clears throat> so it's all uh, visual. It all works. It's very funny. It's very well made. It's very clever. Um, some of this trivia is really interesting. So. Yeah, so I saw a uh, an interview that had um, a couple of people on there, but the interview is in Japanese, and to have Adam read all the subtitles again <laughs> would just be weird, but yeah. we found that uh, IMDb actually has the exact same thing that they talked about. So we're going to let uh, Adam read through some of these. All right, so um, it cost 25000 we assume, yen. Um, and made over $25 million, what we assume are yen, um, which is a pretty big return on your investment for a movie. Um, the first 37 minutes were actually a single take, uh, and it took two days and six takes to do it, which I think is pretty incredible. Like yeah. a six takes doesn't seem like that many to get a 37-minute take How You think about some, like, some billion-dollar movie, uh, you know, like – you're moving them, uh, like say uh, the Avengers. You're you're doing thirty, forty well, takes on like, just a thirty second scene. Famously, The Shining spent like a hundred takes on like Jack like breaking through a door with an axe. So it's it's yeah. You know. Um, the original title, Camera Wo Tomero, Camera Wo Tumor. We need like your daughter down here to read this shit. Yeah, she could read it. No uh, problem. In Japanese, means don't stop shooting. Uh, most of the cast paid to be in the movie, um, at least initially, because this was a product of an acting and directing workshop, which is kind of interesting. You know, like, yeah, to get a hit movie out of, you know, you, you go to this seminar or whatever, <laughs> you end up with a job that results in a hit movie. I mean, that's not bad. Even if you had to pay to be in it, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's pretty good recognition, at least in your own country. Um, according to oh, it was shot in eight days, which is impressive in itself, actually. Yeah, because I mean, you've seen a lot of movies. Uh, like we've talked, a lot of these uh, sci-fi movies are shot in twenty twenty days, twenty two yep. days, and they're garbage. Yep. This was shot in eight days. It's pretty impressive. Six takes, and one that was a single take. Yeah, and one that was super a impressive. Thirty-seven yeah. minute single take, absolutely impressive. According to actress Harumi Shuhama. The cast performed the one-take scene perfectly on the second try, but a crew error led to the camera stopping during the take and it being unusable. So that's kind of – that sucks. Yeah. Like if you nail it on the second time and the cameraman's like, oh, I fucked up. Ah, you know what I mean? forgot to fucking clear the SD <laughs> Yeah, card. like whatever it is you didn't do, that sucks. Um, 
the blood splash on the camera and the hard wiping is real. So that was interesting because when I was watching it, yeah. that's really stuck out to me is that blood splash thing. And it totally works in the movie. Absolutely. The fact it was that, an accident. The fact that it was not part of the of, of the actual story is... Because when I was watching the, uh, the interview, they said that in the first... That was the only take... That the blood actually hit the camera. No other take, the blood hit the camera. So funny, yeah. But, but it, it works. Was, it totally works. It was such works. a perfect take that they just, they just kept It really does it. work, yeah. yeah. Um, according to an interview on Kaori Nusantara, actor Manabu Hosai, zombie in pink shirt who bites the AD, was actually drunk when filming that part. And that's yeah. the guy I talked about earlier who um, throws up on the, on the other actor when he's hammered. Um, I believe it. He uh he plays the drunk part very yeah. convincingly, yeah. and uh, he's great. He's funny. Um, it's not surprising that he was actually drunk. So, how do I get that gig? They're just I like, mean, hey, he, he paid to be there. So. We're gonna film a yeah, true. <laughs> just like they're hey, we're gonna film a movie. Uh, why don't you show up and then I just show up drunk and like. I mean, you, you have to assume they didn't want him to be drunk, but maybe he's a method actor. Oh yeah, true. Like, well, if if they came to you and said, hey, Mike, um, we got a role for you, and in this role you are playing a drunk, someone who drinks all the time, and you're a method actor, that means you drink. You show up drunk. Well, I wouldn't be. Joaquin Phoenix and Joker, is, he's method acting. Yeah, but if they told me that, it, I wouldn't need to be a method actor. I would just be playing myself. Well, yeah, but you don't need yeah. to tell them that. Yeah. Be like, I got a problem. This is the role I was born to play. Yeah, <laughs> this is my role. <laughs> um, but this is an absolute gem that people need to see, this film. Yeah, and it's on Shudder, if you have Shudder. Yeah. yeah, if you got Shudder, it's free on Shudder. If not, definitely find somewhere to rent it. Absolutely, check it out. And check, check this it's out. Very, it's very good. All right, you want to move on to... I don't know, want is the word? Um uh, well, we kind of have to. We got to do it. We've covered, you know what's interesting? We've covered a lot of Rob Zombie movies because we did a lot. Halloween. And if we haven't covered them, we've talked about We them. did Halloween. We did Lords of Salem. We did 31. And we're doing this. And we've definitely talked about Halloween to Devil's Rejects and House of, House of a Thousand Corpses at some point. But we have formally reviewed. This will be the fourth Rob Zombie movie. Yep. He might be the most reviewed director we've ever covered on this show. He might be. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, from what we've watched, it's pretty, that's pretty bad. bad. <laughs> that's pretty bad. We haven't watched his best movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, so normally it's me. I usually watch a shitty movie and I go, oh, I'm going to fucking get out on this time. I'm going to make him watch this yeah. for the show. This time. Mm-hmm. It was me. It was you. <laughs> it was Well, you, you were like, let's watch one cut of the dead. I was like, all right, that's on Shutter. You know what else is on Shutter? Three from Hell. Yeah, uh, let's watch it. Every time I logged on the Shutter, I saw Three from Hell, and I skipped right past. Me it. too. And until then until you said something, I was me like, too. All right, I'll watch it. It's like the show's going to be an excuse to watch it. Let's do so, it. Let's yeah, get this no, thing done. So we watched it, and uh, I'm not going to say whether I like it or not. But we already um, kind of showed our cards. But let's go. You think so? Yeah. I, I I don't think people know how our, <laughs> how our true feelings. There might are. be some good stuff in there to talk about. We'll yeah. see. All right, we're gonna play the trailer real quick. Adam does not actually have to um, talk over this one unless he wants to. It's true. The search for the fugitives known as the Devil's Rejects resulted in a violent clash with police. Chances 
for survival are less than a million to one. There's no justice in this world. I am justice. They're trying to blame us, but we didn't do it. Free the three. Free the three. Free the three. Free the three. <laughs> now we can have a real day of the dead. Mr. Clown dancing for the friends of mankind. This is my death factory. You are the product. I love it. was a trailer so we'll start off with the uh, synopsis here uh, after barely surviving a brutal police shootout the demented firefly clan unleashed a whole new wave of murder and madness and mayhem right. um, so just real quick before we actually get into this um, if you don't know prior to filming this or actually as this was being filmed sick hey died I think it was right after they f- I think it was in post, I think the movie was done, um, <clears throat> but he was on this sort of like down slide, which yeah, is yeah. why he's only in this movie for How ninety do seconds. You feel because him dying, he wasn't able to complete the movie. So, well, he only he was brought in for a day. He sat in a chair. Rob Zombie said he knew Sid yeah. Haig was dying so when he did it. How do, how do you feel about how they got him out of this out of this franchise, we'll call it? So if we'll talk about that, I mean, I think poorly because, you know, I mean, we're going to talk about this movie. I have a lot to say. But Sid Haig in this movie, he has about 90 seconds yeah. maybe, and he's in a chair. He doesn't stand up. 90 seconds and 50 of that are from a previous movie. That's right, and he it's because, like, he can't he can't stand up. Like, I don't think he can, So, and he looks sick. Um, so they execute him. They have him executed. Yeah. If it were me, um, if I were – God, I don't know. I don't know how I would handle – first of all, like, I wouldn't have made the movie, but he um, – maybe, maybe just kill him. Like, maybe kill him in the shootout. Like, maybe you have him – Rather than bring him back and have him in that chair for 30 seconds, yeah. looking like he's about to fucking die. That's exactly what I thought. Yeah, like, you had the opportunity to say, you know what? He died in the car. He died in the car. Yeah. And uh, let him, let his character die at its best moment, rather than in this moment where he looks like shit, and you're just going to execute him, and he doesn't really he doesn't get that 
that send off that he kind of deserved because his performance in Devil's Rejects is really good. Oh, Sig Hay is great. He yeah. is, and he's sorely missing from this movie, by yeah. the way. But he, um, you could have just said Otis and Baby survived, and 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 uh, Spaulding died, and it's it, that easy. Like you don't have to bring him back. Like to me, it's like you're only bringing him back to exploit the guy because. Yeah. You are like I just I, thought it was like poorly done. Like the it whole was. the whole thing yeah. felt poorly done to yeah. me. And why would he be the only one that was executed? They don't even really explain that unless I missed it. Like why is he executed but Otis and Baby are not? Yeah, cuz I kind of thought about this for a minute. I was like my first thought was he could have just killed him in the car. He could have just been done. He didn't have to bring him back. For it was anything. that easy. Yeah. It was that easy and just be done with it. Then you could have did like a uh, he ri- somebody breaks him out of prison and he rides off into the sunset. You could have done that, yep. And he never comes back. But then I was like, yep. his type of character, he would he would have wanted to come back for his family. You know, that's so true. Yeah. That that would have been a tough one. So your best route would have been he died in the car. Died in the car. It's so easy to say he died in the car. Yeah, he doesn't need to be in this movie. He doesn't. He does. He Absolutely has not. nothing to add in this movie other than this is a cameo from Sid Haig. This is like one of his last appearances, and he's doing a favor for Rob. Um, and he goes – it sucks for him because this movie – and I'm going to show my cards now – is not very good. Oh, hell no. So that means that like he didn't get his last sort of performance as his character to be in the best version of that thing. It's in the worst version of that thing. So I it, he wanted people, like, Rob Zombie wants people to look at this and be like, oh, my God, you know, like, Sid. You know, like, we love Sid. Like, oh, like, that's going to earn him points. But it's, it doesn't, it, the, the plot doesn't make any sense because Otis, here's the thing is, Otis did more fucking shit in Devil's Rejects than Spaulding did. Otis is a fucking brutal killer. Spaulding was there, but if you go back and watch Devil's Rejects, it's really Otis that does the most brutal shit in that movie. And Otis isn't given, doesn't die in the chair. What Spaulding does, it doesn't make any sense. Okay. <laughs> God, oh man, there's so much I want to say about this thing. Well, I want to split this movie into multi part because I think there's like a first half and a second half we need to talk about, but. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk. Well, yeah. So, so yeah, I think we need yeah, to focus yeah, on yeah, the yeah. first half first. Yeah, yeah. The, we'll. Let's, Prison and escape and all that stuff. Yeah, there's definitely multiple parts. Yep. This. So um, one thing I want to bring up before we get to that is they obviously had the, they knew Sig was not going to make it, so they had to bring in another character, right? That's how you get the three from hell. Because they bring not, in Richard. Got they bring the in Brake, right. right? So they bring in, uh, yeah, yeah, they bring in uh, Richard Brake, mm-hmm. which plays uh, Winslow, the half brother, and he was also in Thirty One, by the way. So Rob Zombie really likes yeah. this guy. Yeah. So Winslow, the half brother. Uh, and then you got Bill Mosley, which plays uh, Otis Driftwood. Yep. Um, for whatever reason, I actually enjoy both of them. Uh, Bill Mosley plays a really good, just deviant, devil, uh, evil motherfucker. I agree. So Bill Mosley is doing a lot in this movie with very fucking little because yes. the script is bad. Um, and and I think that uh, Richard Blake, uh, who plays half-brother Winslow, I feel like... He was a really good um, partner to Otis. Yeah, so here's here's what I'll say is that he's very good in this movie because um, he's also giving – like he's 
Richard Brake, I think he can act. Like I, I mean, he was yeah. good in Thirty One too. Um, my issue with Richard Brake in this movie is that he's almost too much like Otis. So like my thing is that they are counterparts, right? Like they are almost like the same person in a way. Whereas this is the point where I miss Spalding a lot because Sid Haig, his character was actually like very different from Otis. Um, yeah, and the you thing- know, like Captain Spalding wasn't. I don't. I don't know how to explain it, but he wasn't this sort of Richard. He wasn't just like this psychopathic killer in a way. Like he was, he was a little different. Um, whereas yeah. Richard Brake's character and Otis Driftwood, they're almost the same kind of character. The thing I like about like th- that duo is um, Otis is just this complete evil, murdering psychopath. Yeah, and Blake is more of like, or Winslow is more of like. He has to do it because he's part of the family, but he doesn't really want to do it. Because there's parts where, like, uh, Otis says to him, like, oh, your stupid little fucking things that you did back, you know what I'm saying? He's like, no, I'll do it, you know. There's, like, yeah. that, that competition type thing going on. There is a competition going on, yeah. And Richard, and that character, Winslow, right, he obviously has issues, like, he doesn't feel like he's part of the family. I, yeah. I mean, that stuff comes out. And I think I like he does that. a good job portraying that and, as, like, an outsider to the three. Yeah, yeah. So you have... The two brothers who are just doing what they they were handed a script and they're doing their absolute best. They really do. And I think they did. Yeah. And then it's poorly written. This script is, is really bad, oh, it's by the way. Written. So they're doing and, a they're doing as much as they can with really bad lines. Yeah. With that said, with with uh, the compliment of the actual actors acting mm-hmm. and the way they're delivering their lines, I think is great. Yep. Then you throw. And Sherry Moon Zombie. Yeah. And you throw her right in the middle of these two. I'm sorry. I know I'm not fucking sorry. She is one of the worst fucking actresses I've ever fucking seen. She's not good in this. She is just... She's not good in fucking anything. Here's And here's what I noticed this time in particular. So, like, I think in Devil's Reject, she's fine. Um, She benefits a lot from being surrounded by really good actors in that movie. Like, Sid Haig... In Devil's Rejects is really good. So is Bill Mosley. Bill's Mo- Bill Mosley is better in Devil's Rejects than he is in this. Yeah, um, agreed. And there's other actors in that movie too, like um, the fucking there's the sheriff in that who's really good. Um, so she kind of benefits from that, and she also benefits from you buy that character a little bit more when she's like thirty. I think she was like thirty seven, thirty eight in that movie. She's fifty now. Yep. And there's something about she has aged. So, like, she looks older, and that's fine, right? She can't really pull off anymore the baby, quote, character of, like, I'm, like, a childish psychopath because her – it's like a 50-year-old playing that now. Do you know what I mean? Like no, when no, she's yeah. like thirty six, you can be like, okay, well, I can kind of see it, but at, she doesn't play this character with any nuance, so it's not like she at some point is able to pull off the um, the older parts of that character. So she's always trying to play quote baby, and at fifty years old, baby doesn't really work anymore. It worked when you were in your thirties or your late twenties or whatever, but. To me, it plays really 
poorly. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> uh, kind of a funny story. I'm watching this, and the wife comes in. She yeah. doesn't watch anything I watch, almost yeah. ever. And she comes in, and she's kind of reading a book on her phone, and she goes, haven't you watched this before? And I said, no, actually. Well, that's another comment I have. So I said, uh, no, I've never watched this before. And she was like, yeah, this is that Rob Zombie movie. And yep. I said, yeah. And she's like, you've watched this before? And I said, no. And then she goes, does she just act the same way in every movie then? Because she's like, every time you've watched a Rob Zombie movie, she's acted the same way. Yep. So a little test, you know, not so much for us, but for people from the outside who don't really know anything about horror movies or Rob Zombie or anything like that. When somebody looks at the screen for 30 seconds and goes, she acts like that in every single movie, yeah. you're a shitty actress. She's not a good actress. And Rob Zombie spends a lot of time on slow-mos and close-ups and all oh sorts of stuff. Oh, my God. I, and... When you texted me <laughs> and you said, I forget exactly what you said, and I said, oh, just wait for all of the fucking close-ups. Yeah. So you, that's, that's another thing. You have these two great actors and all you want to do is concentrate on the one shitty... Why? Because you're fucking her and you want to get yeah. pussy when you get home? Like, w- like yeah. why are you close-up, 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 concentrating yeah, on the shittiest person in the movie? All right. So, um, here's what I'm going to say about... This. So, this movie, I, I, I mentioned it earlier, is I'm going to break it into two halves. There's pre-Mexico and post-Mexico. Because yeah. this, is, there's, this is two movies. This is two movies. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it really is. Like yeah. the second half of this thing is a is a different movie than the first half of this movie. The first half of the movie is Devil's Rejects. Um, he rips himself off. Like, I'm. I, I don't know how anybody could watch this and not see that. Um, particularly this the the whole uh, plot of him and. And um, break going to this house, taking a family hostage, stripping a woman down. They did all of that in Devil's Reach. Every single thing. And the woman escapes, runs naked through the road. That all happened in Devil's Reject. Like, literally the same exact thing happened. Um, even, like, the point where Otis has his little speech. So in the first movie or in devil's rejects, he says like, I am the devil's and I am the devil. I'm doing the devil's work. Yeah. And then he shoots the guy. He does something. I don't remember what the line was exactly. Cause I wasn't going to take the time to write it down, but he kills the warden and he does almost the exact same thing. He's like, I am, what did he say? Like I am, um, he says, uh, something like I am Satan. It's something like um, that. Yeah. It's something and then he like... Because look, he looks into the camera that's on the... the... And then he kills... The, he shoots yeah. the guy. And what, what what the fuck was there a camera? What was the camera for? I don't... I don't... Like, why was there a camera filming prisoners working on the side of the road? That's the other thing, too, is like, maybe... Am I wrong? So, like, am I wrong? Maybe... You probably don't know, but I, I mean... Were they really going to put on a chain gang a multiple murderer on death row? No. Right? So, no fucking way, I know right? This for, yeah, all right, so I can tell you from, <laughs> from fact, yep. um, as you know, I have a friend who I see frequently who is in jail for murder for the rest of his life. Right. He actually just came down with the flu, and he, so the prison um, here in Connecticut cannot um, handle that type of uh, stuff. So yep. they have to take him from the prison and take him to Yukon. Yep. He has to be chained up, and... 
he he didn't actually even murder. He was with somebody who yeah, yeah. murdered somebody. So yeah. he's not the actual murderer. So, but because <laughs> because of who he is and yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and uh, what the crime was, yeah, they chain him up. Mm-hmm. They take him out of the prison into a van. The entire time he is being filmed by a guy with a tripod, while two other guards yeah. bring him to the van. They drive him to the um, to the uh, hospital. While being filmed the whole time, the camera comes into the room. He, they are not allowed to stop filming. They take him into the room. He's chained the whole time. No matter what, if he needed a surgery, no matter what happens, he stays in those chains or chained to the bed. Right. Then he gets the exact same treatment going back to the prison until he's back in the prison. They are not taking him out of the fucking prison. That The yeah. prison he's in has a giant garden out in front in the yard. He's not allowed in there. I know, yeah, and that's what I thought. And I know that this takes place in the... 80s mid late 80s i don't think it was much different in the late 80s no. I, I just don't think that they were like oh we're gonna take the, one of the most notorious killers two of them, because danny trejo two was of them too. yeah and put yeah. him on a chain gang out like out in the fucking desert there is no way that happens not a chance in hell that that happens those people nope. are in they Never. are locked up all day yep. long those not people do happen. not leave so like that alone most I was likely like, he wouldn't even be in gen pop no, he wouldn't he would be. be. He would he be would under not 24 hours. Yeah. And <laughs> neither would fucking Baby or any of them would nope. be. Like, <laughs> he lacks a, he lacks complete understanding or he doesn't even care of how the real world even works. These people never would have escaped. Never would have been in a position to escape. Like, he, fine, he's making an exploitation movie, but it's, you still have to ground some fucking reality in there. Yeah. And none of it is realistic. All of it is bullshit. The first hour of this movie is that. It's like you know what I love too. I fucking love this. The the so there's a chain gang of what fifteen people. Something like let's, that. let's say it's fucking fifteen people. Fifteen people, uh, cameras on them, and then all of a sudden, the camera's not on them. Bill Mosley's out of the fucking chains, yeah, murdering they, everybody. Right. You know, you know why they put the camera down? Because you couldn't fucking explain how he got That's out of the chains. That's why, because Rob Zombie could not write an actual reason as to how he got the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> so all of a sudden, it's like, all of a sudden, he's out and everyone's dead. Yeah. He's not, like, he's not superhuman. He's not inhuman. I get his stepbrother <laughs> came. I get that part. Like, yeah, but ambush, But it's one dude versus how many guards with guns. With guns. And then everybody is fucking chained up. Like, what the fuck? That's going to come up. Th- I'm going to talk about that later, too. Like, this whole, like, just fucking, you have to, you have to completely suspend reality in this movie. In the first, in The Devil's Rejects, right, you had to do that a bit, but there was still some reality in there. Like, it still felt... It was grounded a bit. This feels like they're no longer human. No. You know, like, they can do whatever they want. Um, Like, even Baby killing those two people in the prison. No fucking way. There is no way. And then we get to Mexico, and all of a sudden she's a master with a bow. Yeah. When the fuck did that happen? (laughs) You've been in prison ten years. You're a master with a fucking um, bow bow now? Like, what the fuck? So let's, let's talk about Mexico then, because... So the first half of this movie is them. It's he's basically remaking Re- Devil's Rejects, and he finds various ways to get them out of prison. That are like, you know what, man? Just don't put them in prison then. Like re- retcon your first movie and say, you know what? Otis and Baby didn't die. F- fucking Spalding died. He was shot. The other two somehow got away. 
fucking write it that way. And they, they, they're in Mexico from the beginning. Like, maybe, why isn't that your movie? You know, like, they broke through the fucking barricade and somehow they made it to Mexico. And that's more believable than all the shit you had to write for the first hour of yeah. this movie. You know what I mean? Like, there was like a ten minute period. No, no, it had to be longer than ten. I would, uh, let's say ten minutes conservatively of... Uh, Sherry Moon Zombie telling a warden about a fucking cat. Oh, so my that God. She, oh, my God. And then not only is she telling the the story about the cat, we now have to see a five-minute-long scene of her. Uh, it was like a giant human cat. Like, what the fuck is happening? I don't know. And then, like, she is I, – I can't stand her in this movie. Me neither. she's playing crazy. And the – None of it feels fucking real because she's too old to be doing it. It doesn't feel legitimate. It just feels like someone pretending to be crazy. Like, at least Bill Mosey, like you said, and Richard Brake come off as fucking crazy. There is a a scene in this movie that I actually liked. And it was with Bill Mosley. And it's in Mexico when... um, they 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 the the Mexicans start to come look for him, right? And the little midget goes into his room and tells him that they're looking for him. Yep. And he says, "Who is it?" And he tells him, and he goes, "What is that?" And he said, "It's the devil." And the look Bill Mosley gives, and he says, "How is it the devil when I'm the fucking devil?" Right. I was like, "That's a powerful fucking like line." Yeah. Why couldn't that be in a good movie? <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> like it's amazing. But it, he does a lot with I. I have to, like he does do a lot with yeah. very little. Um, I mean, I guess we can talk about Mexico, but so basically what happens after the first movie, so cause this is two movies, the first movie is the escape and the fucking rehash of rejects. The second half of this movie is Mexico. And it, at least at this point it becomes a movie. It's like, it's weird, man, because this movie, it even looks different than the first half of the movie. Like, yeah. You know what I mean, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it uh, feels like another movie. Like he shot one movie and then shot another movie. Like he almost didn't have enough fucking shit to fill the Mexico movie, so he put if, more shit in the front. Not so much Bill Mosley and uh, Blake, but she, I mean, because uh, Sherry Moon Zombie really gives it away. If you didn't see them age. Because you can tell she's a lot older. You can tell. Yeah. Bill, Bill Another Mosley thing too is like much. her teeth are super white. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah. Like why? You're like, in prison. You're, there's no way you look like. There's no fucking yeah. way. It just doesn't make any. She sh- really should have like what they should have done with her is aged her, made like prison like fucking take its toll on yeah. her. You know what I mean? Like they should have done that, and she could have come out of there not as baby, not as like this fucking. Oh, like, whatever the fuck she does, like, pretending that she's some little flighty thing, like, hard-ass fucking murderer. She, yeah. she could have been that, and that would have been an actual, like, arc and change that happened over her time in prison. And they're just not willing to do that. Like, they they want her to still be the same character she was in yeah. House. And if it wasn't for her aging, I would say that Rob Zombie filmed... The entire first part of this movie, when he was filming the other movie, <laughs> and then just kind of scrapped it and said, fuck it, I'm not. And then just kind of slapped it it's together. It's very strange. The but first half just, of this movie is weird. The, it's, it's the aging that gives it away. The first half of this movie is very weird. Yeah. Like, if he had had another 20 minutes, he could have made an entire Mexico movie. And it it wouldn't have been great, but it would have been 
better than what we got. Because the first part of this movie is horrendous. And the so way, bad. <laughs> the way the way Otis gets baby out of prison is the most ridiculous it's fucking stupid. thing. It's stupid. It's so fucking stupid. It would never work that way. Oh, it would never ever That's work. That's what I'm saying. None of it makes any sense. Like I don't know. None of it. That's why I'm saying like from the beginning just have them survive. Yeah. Have them survive and end up in Mexico. It's not that hard to write that. You don't have to put them in prison. You don't have to do that. He doesn't have to do any of that. He chose to do that and then made it more difficult to write it out, write himself out of it. Yep. He's not a good enough writer to do it. No. So it's... they um they break out, they do all that, they fucking kill a bunch of people, they do devil's reject shit, naked women running around, blah 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 blah. Um and they go to Mexico. And now we're in another movie. So basically what happens is they're in Mexico, they get a room at like a ho- uh, like a shitty little hotel in a shit town. And the guy recognizes them, and he happens to know Danny Trejo's son. And Bill Mosley's character killed Danny Trejo's character. So his son wants revenge, and he's in this gang, and they all show up to kill um, the three, basically, which are now Baby, um, Otis, and uh, Winslow. Winslow. Winslow as a substitute for Spaulding. Here's my issue with all this. In the first movie, was a, let's see, first movie, but in Devil's Rejects, there's a there are points in that movie where I believe that there is a chance that those people are not going to survive. So when they're tied up by the sheriff and they're being tortured, there's a chance that baby's not going to survive that or Spalding's not gonna, like there is a chance when and at the end they die like. They, Rob Zombie ended that movie with them dead. Like, he did. He does, Maybe he doesn't want to say that. I don't know. But th- he did. Yeah. He did not intend to make another movie, right? <laughs> no. Um, in this movie, there's never a point when, like, the gang shows up that I believe that they're ever in danger. And that's absurd because in in all reality, at least one of them should be dead at the end of this movie. There's no reason for all three of them to survive. You cannot no, create... You can't create. So we can make another one. Well, I know that, but like, you can't create any tension, any suspense if we already know that they're not going to die. So, like, that entire fifty minutes, I'm like, well, they're not going to die. He's never going to kill them off. So, like, why am I even watching this if I already know how it's going to end? That they're not going to yeah. die because they are superhuman. You kill baby. You kill Otis. You kill kill one of them. So then at least in the like in the viewer's mind, you set that potential expectation of, you know what? He killed one of the three. Maybe they won't make it to the end. He's not willing to do that. He kills a bunch of prostitutes. He kills that little midget dude. He kills everybody else. He won't kill any of those three characters. Now, here, I have a That's question. frustrating to me. Yeah, and I have a question. Because they're not heroes. You need to kill them. I kind of got confused for a moment. Out of all three of these movies, Otis is just literally a fucking Michael Myers type character. Just that's what I'm saying. Kills, like he's, kills, 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 and he kills. can't be killed. It doesn't make sense. And when somebody tests him, he kills him. Yeah, somebody mouths off to him, kills he him. shoots him, right? Or you know, stabs him. Mm-hmm. Whatever he does in every movie. Why all of a sudden did a Mexican guy come up and say, me and you, one-on-one, and all of a sudden... Makes no sense. He now wants to fight a guy one-on-one? Makes no sense. Normally, he would just shoot and kill the guy because the guy mouthed off to him. Exactly. And in all, re- in all 
reality, Otis doesn't fucking win that fight. No. And and why why doesn't the dude who's getting vengeance for his father just kill them? Right? Like, think yeah, about that. Yeah. He ties him up. It's he like, knocks him it's out. It's like fucking Rocky and Bowwinkle. I'm just going to tie yeah, you up Yeah, what are you doing? Tracks. What the fuck? Like, all of them should be dead. Immediately dead. Baby should be dead. Like, he should have been able... Like, at that moment when he catches her in that fucking church or whatever, shoots her dead. Done. That's it. That is... That's my that's my problem with this movie is yeah. that every well, he opportunity mainly, he mainly wanted Otis, but Otis was in the church. I so get he, that. He tied the other two up to lure him out, and as soon as he came out, he could have just shot him. Shot the him. Other two were tied up, dead. Yeah, and that's how it would happen in fucking real life. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's what's frustrating to me is that nobody at any point is at risk in those three. Nope. And I think in Devil's Rejects, he at least creates. Um, and then another thing. Here's another piece of shitty writing. So not only uh, all, all of a sudden does Otis have a heart and want to fight one-on-one, when those two guys start mouthing off to each other, when the Mexican guy is like, hey, why don't you fight me one-on-one? And he brings out the knives. The guy that wants to kill Otis is like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. You want to kill why – why don't you fight him? You're makes the one that no wants to sense. fucking kill him. Makes no sense. Kill him. Yeah. <laughs> None of that makes any sense. And that's what, it's, it's bad writing. To and me, it's how, bad writing. How was everybody so concentrated on this fight that they didn't see the gimp come out and start untying people? Right? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, why wouldn't the you be watching? The dude ran across a 50-foot parking lot. You're not watching the people that you're tied. Like, it doesn't make no, none of it, makes, none any of it makes any sense. It's all lazy to me, and yeah. that's what bothered me about it is I feel like once you get to Mexico, there's potential because at least you change the setting. Now you're kind of settled into a location, and everything starts to look like a movie. Um, because before that, it doesn't look like a movie. It's like weird fucking shit that you're doing, and you fucking blow it. You blow yeah. it. Oh yeah, it was this? You blew it. This <laughs> is just bad, man. I'm I'm assuming that this is his last. Like, could you imagine? You imagine anybody giving him money for a movie? I I don't understand how. I mean, I get that he's done things, and then they they. Say, I know why this movie. Like this movie happens because, and we said this by the way. Like after thirty one said the only movie he'll ever be able to make again is is a Rejects movie because yeah. it's the only thing anyone's going to have money to do because 31 is so bad. Well, 31 was terrible. So I'm not surprised that 3 from Hell happened because it was like, all right, well, the only thing that anyone's going to give me money for is to make another one exactly. of these. So he done, but he fucked it up. Like he did the Halloween movies in hopes that he would get money for a passion project. So, But I you know what he did too with that is like, all right, so Halloween, like, not fan of Halloween, right? Like, we didn't give it a positive review. I love but, Halloween. But, but, it made a lot of money. It did really well. Halloween 2, the studio comes in and says, we want to make Halloween 2. Him, he's so fucking pretentious. Season of Witch was good. He's so pretentious. He's so full of himself that he says, I don't want to make Halloween 2. I'm better than Halloween 2. Yeah, yeah. Right? I'm going to make my own Halloween 2. I'm going to fuck the studio over. So he makes a complete piece of shit movie, fucks the studio over. So, of course, no studio is ever going to work with him again because that was his one opportunity to get into the studio system and make movies. He said, fuck you. So he's never going to get funding again for a movie. Never. Like, Lords of Salem happened because it was an independent project. 31 happened because he had his fans pay for it. And then, fucking, I I mean... God, that was actually... 31, he fucked so many people with that. With 31 that thing. may have been just as bad as us. 
<sighs> I'm trying to think of which is worse. Like they're both bad. The, I'm, I don't know which is worse. To be honest with you, the only reason that this one may be slightly better is because of Bill Mosley, and you know, like, but Thirty One is slightly more cohesive than Three from Hell is. So. This is a 50-minute movie where he tacked on an hour before. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, it really is. He's He doesn't have a movie here. Um, it's just so poorly written. Like, And it's crazy, like, because I remember when these trailers where these little snippets were coming out, and it was just, like, previous shots from other movies. Remember that? Yeah. I, we like, talk about it on the yeah. show. One of our episodes, they fucking railed on it for that. Yeah, it was just cuts from other movies, and then all of a sudden this comes out and this is what you get mm-hmm. like dude no. and he has fans who are like super blind who are going to watch this and be like yeah this is fucking amazing but it's it's oh not. absolutely it's absolutely not amazing um i'm not a fan of house of a thousand corpses house of a thousand corpses is leaps and bounds above this thing because he yeah, was yeah. trying the, devil, the devil's rejects was good devil's rejects is a solid movie i like devil's you know rejects. what though i'm gonna say this house of a thousand corpses i would <laughs> say is is decent yeah, I'm not a big fan of it, but I, I'm not it's a huge fan. Certainly of it, better but than it's this. De- oh, way better than this. You know what I'm going to say though is that he is hurting <laughs> the legacy of Devil's Rejects with this movie. Yeah, because like I watch this movie and I'm like, why would I ever want to watch that fucking movie again? Because now I'm watching that in the context of Three from Hell, and it's it changes everything. It's just oh my god, this movie's bad, so bad. And then, all right, so he makes another one. So they, they, they broke out of prison. They had to flee to Mexico. Mm-hmm. They get to Mexico. Now, the, the, uh, probably the cartel. And you got the Mexican, whatever the Mexican policia is. That's the thing, man. Is that the cartel all would gonna fucking be looking for them. murder the three from hell in two seconds. Where do they go now? They're going to go down. For, what are they going to go to Argentina? They're just going to keep going down. That's what I'm saying. Like, why didn't he kill them? Or why didn't he kill at least, like... I don't know, like, here's the thing you could have done, right? Like, you could have gotten really cheeky with it. And, like, you kill Baby and Otis, and the only one that survives is Winslow, and he takes his prostitute to Hollywood. Like, yeah, you could have done so many things with that. Like, he sets that stuff up, potentially, and he just doesn't do anything with it. It's like, oh, yeah, of course all three of them survive. And you're right. Like, you're going to set it up for another movie? Like, I don't want to watch another one of these movies. The one thing I would say is if anybody should die, it should be Baby. And he'll never fucking do it. He won't he'll do it. He won't do it. He won't do it. This, this he year, wouldn't even let her die after Halloween because he brought her back in Halloween too as a fucking ghost. He this, couldn't do it. <laughs> that's right. He couldn't this do year, it. This year is the equivalent of Kevin Smith casting his daughter and everything. It, even it is sucks, very similar right? to that, yeah. So you got to stop. Like at some point mm-hmm. you got to go, this is just not good. It's not going to happen. He puts her in everything. Yeah. He literally puts her in everything he makes. Yeah. And she's she's terrible. <laughs> she's really bad in this. This might be one of her worst. She actually. really needs to go to like a growlings class or something. This might to... be one of her worst because, yeah. you know, Devil's Reject. She didn't have much she had to do, and she she pulls it off fine. But she's surrounded, like I said earlier, you know, she has good actors around her. Lords of Salem. I think in Lords of Salem, she's just kind of playing herself. Um, so I think it came naturally. So it it worked fine. But this is like oof. And thirty one also wasn't good. She wasn't good in 31. No. She's no. worse than this. Yeah. Oh, she's real bad in S. So. Yeah. Don't watch this. Don't watch it. I don't think it's good at all. It's I, real bad. I'll never watch this again. I know people love this movie, but I don't get it. Who? Who are these people? His fans. The same people who love Halloween and Halloween 2. And- it's the same people 
that love Rob Zombie's new album because he put fucking clips from horror movies. You're right. Yeah, it's you're those right. people. It is. Yeah. All right. It is. Yeah. It um, absolutely is. Yeah. <laughs> like we 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 get it. You you did it on one album. Mm-hmm. Love the album. Think the album's great. Just stop fucking stop. doing it. Now. Stop. Just stop doing fucking it. Doing yeah, it now. You're right. Just stop. You're absolutely right. Um. Yeah. Other than that, I have nothing to say about this piece mm-hmm. of shit. Me either. Don't watch it. Yeah. All right. Anything else? No, I'm glad we didn't pay to watch it, I guess. that's. Cool. I mean, we sort well, of did. Technically, we did. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't like, you know, we would have Shudder even if Three From Hell wasn't on Shudder. Oh, yeah. yeah. We didn't get Shudder to watch Three From Hell. It was just a unfortunate um, circumstance. We, we Not only that, I scanned over this movie about 100 times before you texted me, so. It's bad, man. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to get some stuff lined up for the next show. and uh, Yeah, hopefully sooner rather than later, right? Because yeah. we've been... Yeah, you car just, accidents and shit, you know. Yeah, no, I'm I'm back on my feet. We're ready to go. So, <laughs> as often as you can, it's on you. No, oh, it's on me. It's on you. <laughs> All right. All right. You All tell right. me when you want to do it, and I'll make sure everything's ready. All right. All right. All right. We'll see you guys later.